Hi. It's then that you forgot. Yes. <laughs> so it's not that you forgot, it's that you forgot. It's I forgot after no one else remembered to make <laughs> your computers less shitty. Cool, cool story, Grandma. Uh. Tell it again. Well, I, it's about how I forgot when everybody else forgot to make their computers less shitty. <laughs> that doesn't make I told it again. She did sense. tell it again. After I asked her to tell it again. <laughs> Still makes no sense. <laughs> it's not the point. <laughs> what you eating? Oh, it's hot. Um, I made two new things tonight to try. And Mark and I are trying to be healthy, and I just threw that out the friggin' window <laughs> today. Um, I made this one thing called emergency chicken. And I was like, oh, okay, these all look good. I didn't realize it calls for two-thirds of a cup of barbecue sauce. <laughs> So, it's barbecue sauce, butter, garlic powder, and hot sauce. And I just threw those all in. And then um, I also made um, sweet uh, sweet potato mash, which is sweet potatoes, butter, milk, and a little bit of sugar. That's not so, no, it's not terrible, but it's like comparatively to like having, you know, chicken with vegetables yeah this is like barbecued chicken (laughs) with sweet vegetables fair enough but it's pretty good it's filling yeah 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 i made i made a big old bucket of chili tonight Ooh. just surprisingly good for you because it's got like beans and fiber and lots of protein and not a lot of sugar Mm mm-hmm well I just, um, I hit that number on the scale that I never wanted to hit. Mm. And so Mark and I are both signing up for a gym membership down the street from us. And are you and all, just uh, being like, free, go. free of the theater for now? So you can mm-hmm. actually go to the gym? Yeah. I'm, I have an audition for Into the Woods next week, but I don't know if I actually want it. Yeah, after that last story you told us about Into the Woods, it's a... Uh, well, that's part of the reason... Some, dredge up some memories. <laughs> it's actually part of the reason I do want it. Is yeah. to like prove to myself that I can play that part or parts, but um, yeah. I don't know if I'm prepared to jump back into another production. Yeah, yeah. I can I can imagine that. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of you. Yeah. All right, are you guys ready to roll? We've been recording for three minutes. We have been. So let's welcome our listeners back to Dance Robot Dance uh, on our forty sixth episode. Uh, we've got our usual cast of villains and goons here with us this week. We've got Christy. Hello. And Mark. Am I a villain or a goon? You, I think you'd whatever be Whatever you want. Yeah. Probably villain. I think Christy's you know probably more of a goon. Hey, you know what? I think you got it backwards, because I would be a villain, but nobody would suspect it. <laughs> and Mark would be my goon, but only be doing it because I told him to, and all this time he's actually been a goon. Fair enough. I don't believe you're anywhere near... Well, it's because I forgot because you guys forgot because your computers were so bad. <laughs> maybe maybe Brianna is conniving. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she is a thief. This has been a, whole, this has been a play the whole time. <laughs> a big fucking piece of performance art. <laughs> and uh, I am Tim. I will be hosting this week, so... I am Tim. Yes, I am. There are some who call me Tim from, a movie, <laughs> from the movie that I watched this weekend, which we'll get to a little bit later. There are some who call me 
Team. Team. Yeah, I love how he asks <laughs> it like a or says it like a question. It's the best. Um. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, jump into the news. There's nothing, like, super crazy big in terms of news this week, but a lot of sort of bits and pieces. Um, the biggest ones for me that sort of have some crossover appeal between uh, comic book nerdery and Disney Parks nerdery is that the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at uh, California Adventure opened this uh, past weekend. And uh, it's basically they turned the Tower of Terror out there into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride called Mission Breakout. Yeah, and uh, it's getting rave reviews, and it's had fucking massive lines. Like, I think there were, like, seven-hour lines for it or something like that. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, so... Um, so what are you going? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Disneyland, I'm not sure, because I was there, what, last month, but that was only for, like, one day, and we went to, like, the Disneyland park, not... California Adventure, so I have no idea when I'm get to, gonna get to go to fucking California and see this because, uh, as far as I know, which I've, which we've talked about on the podcast before, they're not gonna be doing any uh, Marvel attractions and stuff like that on the East Coast, which are the parks that I go to more often. So, mm-hmm. but uh, everything I've seen for it looks really good, and in addition, there's also like this. Uh, hatch that they've installed in the ground near the ride that um, has the Avengers A on it. So I'm, they seem to already be like teasing that there's more Marvel attractions in the works. Nice. Uh, so yeah, they're going to be cashing in on that pretty hard. It looks like on the on the West Coast. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Like they own the license, they may as well just run into the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but like I said, it sounds Quite. like uh, a lot of people were really skeptical of this ride because, like, it was like, oh, you're taking an existing ride and you're, like, converting it and that doesn't always go well kind of thing. But apparently they did it really well. It has, like, some um, random elements to it, so you, it's not always the same ride every time. Like, there are different little parts of the ride that change in some ways. Like, uh, you'll see a different scene here, a different scene there, or something like that. So, With a seven-hour wait, how would you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, they've done the same thing in the past. The Star Wars rides they have at uh, at both parks, at Disney World and Disneyland. Um, when they redid those a few years ago, they are somewhat randomized now. So there's like uh, scenes from all the different kind of movies and stuff. Uh, I'm not sure. I think they have added some stuff from Force Awakens. I'm not sure if they've added anything in from Rogue One, but uh, it's they. They can like continually update the ride now and put like new scenes in and stuff like that, which is kind of neat. Well, that's cool. Every time you go on, yeah, it's something something a little different. Cool. Um, but then there is also uh, at Animal Kingdom at Disney World, they opened the Pandora Land, the Avatar Land, at uh, yeah, at the Animal Kingdom. Oh, Park. they actually finished that. Yeah, so it uh, it was been in previews for a couple weeks now, but it finally like officially opened. I don't know, like last last Thursday, like, I think the day after we recorded or something like that, and, uh, it's had fucking massive lines, like, out past the front of the park and stuff like that as well to get in, and all the videos and stuff I've seen have been really good, and I'm not, like, I don't really give a shit about Avatar, but, uh, apparently it sort of does for theme parks what Avatar did for, like, special effects filmmaking, like, regardless regardless of how you feel about Avatar, you can't deny that it really pushed the envelope for, like, special effects filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, people are sort of saying that this land sort of does the same thing in terms of the immersiveness and 
how highly themed it is and like the quality of the rides and stuff like that. So that one I'll probably get a chance to go to before I'll get a chance to do the uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yeah, but I would actually I think Pandora would be cool just because of the immersive experience. Yeah, and I mean all this stuff I've seen looks really cool. Like they um, it does like all the bioluminescence at night and stuff like that. So um, Animal Kingdom's never really been like much of a nighttime park, but now they have this whole land which sort of completely mm-hmm. transforms at night and becomes all like bright and glowy and stuff like that. And so, so that damn I think could cool. be yeah, that I think could be really neat. Um so yeah, moving on from that. Uh did you guys hear this shit that went down at the Phoenix Comic Con this past week? No, what happened? Uh oh shit. I just closed the tab. Um apparently there was this dude that was uh a con goer that was arrested carrying multiple actual weapons inside the event. 30-year-old guy who had three handguns, a shotgun, and a bunch of knives. Uh, apparently was going around telling people he was the Punisher, and I guess he was like cosplaying as the Punisher. And uh, apparently wanted to cause harm to Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger. That's weird, because <laughs> apparently, apparently he just canceled his appearance in Niagara Falls this weekend. No! <laughs> Oh, were you uh, going to that, aren't you, Christy? Are you looking no. forward to seeing the Green Ranger? Oh, no, is Mark going now. to that, but he wouldn't let I'm you gonna... come? Mark, can I come? <laughs> no. The Green Ranger's not going to be there. Why would I even um, go? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and now because of that, they've, like, banned all, like, weapons, like, cosplay weapons and stuff like that at the whole convention well, as well. I mean, you spoil it for everybody, but, I mean, it is dangerous. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, were they like loaded and shit too? Like, it sounds like it. Yeah, like they were real fucking weapons, and he was like, liter- legitimately planning to like hurt some dude. That's uh, really scary. Yeah. So, don't they do like metal detectors and all these things? Like, uh, or, like some kind no, of security check. No, at Dragon Con they don't. Like at Dragon Con, the only thing they really check when you go in is like your badge. Like, there are rules saying, yeah, you can't have real weapons and stuff like that. Um, there are some, I think, that say that if you go in with, like, an actual, like, if you have, like, a sword, like, a legit sword mm-hmm. that's part of your costume or something like that, you can bring it in, but it has to be, like, piece-tied. Like, it has to be, like, zip-tied in a way such that, like, you cannot easily take it out kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Which, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even then there's not much stopping you from going in and like breaking those ties or whatever and then pulling the fucking thing out. Right. Yeah. So it's all, I mean, it's, it's all kind of security theater, right? So true. But, uh, but I mean, I've never heard of, this is the first time I've ever heard of like, you know, something this serious almost happening at a con. Uh, so I guess they've just been lucky this far. I mean, it does suck because a lot of costumes are dependent on having like interesting iconic weapons and stuff like that, even if they are cosplay weapons. But yeah, but uh, if someone's going to be dangerous, stop. I, I I don't even know. Like, well, like, what do you say to that? Like, that's yeah. so fucking weird. Yeah, this is true. Well, let's get into things. Maybe you might have a little more to say about Mark in that. Uh, back into the fantasy comic book world. Um, we had finales of a lot of the TV shows this past week. Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all had their finales. I know you watch at least three of those. Uh, all of them were really good, actually. I quite enjoyed. Did you watch everything? Yeah, I'm caught up on all of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I liked, I really enjoyed 
Arrow's finale? Arrow's finale? Yeah, really? I like the Arrow's finale. Where they finally like caught up the timeline and stuff like that with flashbacks. Like that's yeah. kinda nice. Yeah. Um so they won't have flashbacks anymore going forward. I enjoyed the Supergirl. It's always been a weak spot on the show. Well, I mean the first it's been two years spotty. it wasn't. Yeah. Like but the last two years they were like it was yeah. the weak spot for sure this year. Mm-hmm. Um but no, I enjoyed the fact that they got all the big villains back, like Manu Bennett being back for as Deathstroke was like yeah. that was fucking awesome. I was really that happy was to really see good. him back. Um I liked the Flash finale. I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah. I'm curious to see where they're going to go now. If it's going to be Wally is like, he's going to be, Wally's going to be the flash from now on. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause like, I don't like that. The TV Wally and like, I don't feel like I know him well enough to be like, Oh, I'm happy with this. Cause like Wally's my flash, right? Like in comic books, like that was the flash I grew up with. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh cool. Wally's flash now. Like this is awesome for me, but it's not, but this my... is like new 52 Wally. Yeah, exactly. So it's not a Wally that I'm like at all familiar with. So I'm like, okay, I'm, this is going to take some getting used to. So yeah, we'll see how long they stick with that. I'm pretty much guaranteeing uh, Barry will be back by episode like three quarters of the way through the first episode of the next season. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could stick with it and do like a few episodes of like Wally and like uh and Jay Garrick or something like that. Now that, that would be and I'd well, be so. I'd be totally in for that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Like he needs to get trained. Yeah. And it'd be it'd be cool to have him around like as a in the cro- like in a crossover situation where like he has to deal with Ollie or he has to deal with like Supergirl or something like yeah. that because it'd be a different dynamic than what they've had so far. Yeah, and the Supergirl special or finale was pretty good too. Like that was a nice uh, nice touch where you know she could save the world from the Daxamites, but at a cost. And yeah, and, yeah, Monel had to leave. And I thought it was Supergirl. a little. My only problem with it was like they kind of bitched out Superman a little bit. Like, and I get it's her show, but it was still yeah. kind of like, okay, uh, yeah, girl power, but but having those two like fight, that was that, that was, was a really good fight. well done. Yeah, it was really well done. Um, so moving on, uh, also related to the uh, the Flareoverse, did you guys see Stephen Amell fucking destroy the American Ninja Warrior course? That was, oh, that was awesome! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just like decimated it. Like they kept like talking it up. Like this is gonna be really hard for him. You know, he's a big guy, weighs a lot, and he just fucking like burns through the whole thing. And then it's like, yeah, I'm gonna do one more because the next one on the course was the fucking was salmon ladder. Yeah, and like he's done that so many times on the show. He's like, I have to do the fucking salmon ladder, even though it wasn't really like part of the challenge. Yeah, and then yeah, just decimated the whole thing. That was- I love how like he was so together at the end, and he was like, "All right, guys, this is the end." Yeah, <laughs> just, he just dropped off. I'm so you could just see it in his face, like I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> Probably, uh, yeah. he does his own stunts for like he does a lot of his own stunts on the show. So. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking ripped. Yeah, he's fucking super ripped. So, <laughs> um, Mark, this will mean uh, a little more to you and me than it will to Christy. But uh, at the end of uh, the story I've talked on the show before, uh, the the button which uh, sort of deepened the mystery of the Watchmen characters coming into the DC universe, yeah. they uh, they had uh, the return of Jay Garrick, who has not been seen since, like, pre-New 52. So, like, the original, like, Golden Age Flash that yeah. was part of, like, the JSA and everything. So uh, I was pretty excited about that because I love those old JSA characters. I love that. J- There's that, that JSA run that I love. The uh, the Jeff Johns one from like yeah. way back in the day that was an awesome run. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. I'm like, when did he? He hasn't been back. When when did you say he's been gone since? Well, the, there was a there was a Jay Garrick on Earth two in the New Fifty two, but it was mm. he was like a younger version. Like they had this like younger version of all those uh, JSA kind of characters. 
Yeah, uh, like an Alan Scott and a Jay Garrick and uh, a few others and stuff like that. And but they were all sort of this younger reimagined version. And now yeah. that those series have all finished, and um, so now they've uh, yeah now they've just got this new. Uh, they're sort of teasing, bringing back those classic versions of those JSA characters, which I'm all for. Yeah, for sure. Especially the like, I like the Jake Garrett character a lot, so that's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, let's see. We also had uh, well, this is relatively large news, but not a whole lot happened around it. There was the 40th anniversary of the release of Star Wars on last was it last Thursday or something like that? Yeah, uh, the 25th. Um. The coolest thing that I saw related to that was uh, the uh, Vanity Fair covers and uh, images from uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, Do you guys get a good look at those? Uh, I saw the picture. The one that floated around a lot was the one of Mark Hamill and... Um, and Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. That was yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, but there, there were other ones. There was uh, one cover that was uh, Ray and Luke... Uh, there was one that was the sort of darker side. It was um, Adam Driver and uh, uh, Gwendolyn Christie and the the new mm-hmm. new villain Donald. Oh Gleason. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there was the sort of uh, rebel. There were the Resistance, the Oscar Isaac, John Boyega, and the the new one, uh, Kelly Marie Tran. And yeah, there's the Carrie Fisher uh, cover, and then there was the interior ones as well. So. Those mm-hmm. are really nice, and they were all uh, Annie Leibovitz uh, images as well, fo- yeah. uh, photographs as well. So, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, she's a an amazing photographer. Yeah, didn't she release the book Wisdom? That was no, that wasn't Annie Leibovitz. I do not know. We all, but we did also get our first like glimpses at uh, Benicio del Toro and Laura Dern's characters as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Lots of cool stuff coming out in little bits and pieces. Although I do still like that they're sort of, you know, keeping it, you know, they're not giving too much away. They're just showing these little glimpses and stuff. Did you see there was something about uh, Mark Hamill not agreeing with the direction they're taking the weekend? <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's was happening? Rian Johnson, the director, was, uh, yeah. yeah, he had some disagreements over, uh, over uh, Rian Johnson's direction of Luke. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, Seeds a small amount of worry in me, but not too much. I think everything's been pretty, like, they were pretty spot on in the first one. Although, to be fair, they haven't done anything with Luke yet. So, yeah. um, as long as he's not, like, too crazy out of character, I'm not too worried yeah, about Yeah, well, I mean, it, but... it's, it's been a really long time, right, since he's played that character. And so, you know, he He's done a have... lot of drugs since then. <laughs> Mark Hamill has? <laughs> yeah, he's a big, big druggie. Is that a... Are you breaking that news on the podcast here, Christy? No, but in the 70s, he was just, like, always, always probably, high. That is probably true. Um, I think everybody in the 70s was always, always <laughs> high, though, so... Good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 70s and 80s especially. 80s, when yeah. Star Wars got really big, right? Yeah. That so was a whole whole lot of coke. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what, like, stunted his growth. <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, he might have his own sort of image in his head of where Luke went that just doesn't really fit with the direction that the actual story needs to go or something like that. So I don't know. We'll That's see. a hard call to make when you like, feel like you own that character. Like that character is you. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah. And I mean, 
It's the sort of thing I have. It's kind of sounded like one of those stories where a small quote might have been taken out of context and blown up and do a little bit more than it than it should be because it's you know such a beloved property. Yeah. And any bit of news on it, they'll you know any bit of controversy on it, they'll publish as like headline news kind of thing. Mm. Um. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. What else do I have? Uh. So Marvel announced its next like major event, which uh, is going to be a Venom version of Spider Verse, titled Venom Verse. Ugh. But it's all coming yes. back to Eddie Brock uh, to taking the Venom character back over. Oh, that's good. Taking the yeah. symbiote back over. He hasn't. Over. He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't been Venom in a fair amount of time. So yeah. Oh God damn it! See, story's up and automatic scrolling. Damn you, HTML five. <laughs> Um, hmm. but yeah, it looks interesting. I mean, there have been a lot of different ver- fucking versions of Venom over the years and a lot of different hosts for this. Yeah. Thing. Wasn't that Topher Grace? Didn't he play Eddie Brock? Yeah. Yeah. In, in no. probably the worst version of that character ever. Yep. <sighs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm hoping that that version does not figure into the story. Well, the art's got like a, a Venom Logan and a Venom and Hulk. A, and a Venom Punisher. I don't see Punisher. And the the image that I'm looking at has a Venom Punisher for sure. I see Gwen. Uh, really? Venomized Gwenpool. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Oh yeah, I see Poison Hulk here. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and the Gwenpool and a, a Venomized Black Panther. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I don't see that. Uh, huh. I'm I'm looking on a, a Gizmodo and Iona oh. story. So, so wait, what, wait, CBR. So Venom can take over anybody, right? Yeah, the symbiote can take over anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, potentially anybody could be a host for Venom at some point, and virtually everybody has been a host for Venom at some yeah, point. Yeah, the, like, there's, there's been three major ones, though. Like, for a little while, it was Matt Gargan, um, who, was, who was Scorpion also. Mm. Um, and then it was Flash Thompson. Right. Um, while I think Eddie Brock was anti-Venom at that point. Like, he, was, he had the white symbiote suit. Mm. I'm trying to remember. Venom's not a character that I give a shit about for some reason. As much as I love Spider-Man, the Venom character, I'm just like, it's such a Todd McFarlane-y kind of character that I'm just he like, was, eh. He was, like, super overdone in the 90s. Like, the 90s had so much, so many, like, Venom miniseries and shit like that, yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's see. What else to have? Uh, we got a little bit, and I mean a very little bit of news about uh, the final season of Game of Thrones, which isn't the next one. It's the one after. The one after, yeah. Yeah, season eight is only going to be six episodes long. Really? Yeah. And I guess they were going back and forth with, like, the producers or the, the showrunners and, um, and try, like, HBO was trying to get them to make more. But they were like, no, that's all the story that there is. So, you know, we, we don't want to, like, drag it out and make people, like, annoyed that yes! it's long kind of thing. So, and the next season season, season, season seven, which we got a trailer for just last week, is only, like, seven episodes. So there are only 13 episodes left of Game of Thrones. I'm actually, I'm okay with that. Yeah. There was a bunch of talk about them trying to spin that off now, though, too, because like, oh, yeah. that's their that's their cash cow kind of gone. Yeah, um, I don't think HBO's got anything lined up I th- after that. I've heard that they've got like uh, they're like cage matching spinoff concepts, basically. That yeah. they had like four or five people working on concepts, and they're basically just gonna like you know put them in like a fucking battle royale with each other to see which one or which you know which one or two whatever whatever is strongest come, come yeah, out on and, top like, and actually get made. Yeah. Um. I think 
I, I think the uh, King Killer Chronicles is going to be on HBO. Is that HBO oh, or was that? I don't remember. I th- or was it Showcase? I, I don't think it was HBO. King Killer Chronicles. All these cable networks at this point are like all have their own big property now. Like it's so, it's so like all over the place. Like I couldn't even imagine paying for all of these services anymore just to get like one show. You'd have to be flipping yeah. between subscriptions on a monthly basis just to like not cost you four hundred dollars a month in cable bills to have HBO yeah. and Stars and Showtime and yeah exactly. FXX and all this other shit that's going on. So um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing, I mean, like, I remember when, back when they announced, oh, it's a Lionsgate is, is developing. It's the movie. You're saying the movie. TV show. I wonder, because it, it was purchased. Where it was. Yeah, I remember, because, I remember when it came, when in, there was news about it, but, uh. Yeah, because they optioned it, and, um, Lin-Manuel oh, Li- is doing the producing. also doing the TV adaptation. Oh. Uh, yeah, but the producer, that means they're producing it, they don't have a, a network. No, it doesn't look like... I mean, this is from back in, like, December when it was first announced, but back yeah. then it didn't look like there was any... They hadn't announced uh, what um, what network it was going to be on. Or maybe they don't have a network. They're just developing it, and then they're going to try mm. to shop it around or something like that. Um, that would be... I mean, if I was HBO and I was looking to replace Game of Thrones, I mean, like, in terms of fantasy stuff, that's probably close. Maybe not. Probably not. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's it seems like from the limited amount I know of Ken Killer Chronicles, which is less than Mark, or more, yeah, less than Mark. Mark actually has a little bit more King Killer Chronicles experience than I do at this point. Uh, is it's a rough two chapters, man. <laughs> you try harder. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's sort of similar in scope, if if yeah. not it's- in tone. It's got a similar feel in that it's you know that fantasy world where like you know um, extra characters and you can extraordinary yeah. Well, actually, they do a really good job of keeping the characters somewhat contained. Like you still recognize a lot of the names because they're used enough that they're they're recognizable. But um, it's not like with Game of Thrones where there's eighty nine characters and um, over the span of like a book and a half and you're like what's yeah. happening why do they all have backstories what did i just read it's always funny when game of thrones is on when people are like super diehard about it they'll actually start they'll, when you have a conversation with a diehard game of thrones fan and they start naming names i blank out half the time i'm like if you're not talking about like daenerys or Tyrion or like rob oh not rob <laughs> like, Jane, like one of the or lannisters john, or john yeah. i'm like i don't know who the fuck you're talking about yeah. like like I okay. Somebody says the like house. the Onion Knight to me, and I'm like, I gotta think for a sec on yeah, who the hell that is. I I still I would have to look it up. I have no yep. idea. He's he's uh, Stannis Baratheon's like uh, right hand man. Oh, the one, right, the right, one right. that can't okay. read and befriends the the girl, the Stannis's daughter that has the dragon yeah. scale. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, like I said, no idea. Like until you actually <laughs> explain it to me. Like if I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, I know who these characters are, like visually. But as soon as yeah. they're like. Davos. Name the name. I'm like, nah, <laughs> Davos, right? Yeah, uh, Sir Davos. Yeah, the Onion Onion Knight. Um, yeah, no, it's it's funny with with um, Game of Thrones now too. Like, there's so many fan theories out there that all. I'm glad there's only 13 episodes left because that means there's only a finite amount of um things that can happen in that time span. You know, yeah. they've pretty much had to set up everything that's going to unfold. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be like, you know, 
a shitload of like massive revelations and stuff like yeah. that. Like it's going to have some of that, but it's also just going to s- sort of provide closure and not just be like a bunch of fan service kind of thing. Yeah. I hope the Tyrion is a Targaryen. That would be amazing. I would be so happy if he ended up sitting on the Iron Throne. Yeah. That w- and and that would I mean it makes sense, right? Cuz he has like the affinity for dragons and stuff that he's had since oh. a child and so. so good when he was talking to the dragons about why he wanted one when he was a kid. Yeah, that was a heartbreaking scene. Oh, I was just like... So good. <laughs> you act the shit out of that, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> you act the shit out of that, except yeah. with your terrible English accent. Everything else is perfect. It was really bad. Every time I hear somebody talking in a bad English accent now, I automatically like key in like, hey, that sounds like Peter Dinklage. But it's because he's, they're doing a shitty British accent. <laughs> You think by now he'd have all like, of his O's <laughs> You'd think he'd like have improved after like six years of playing the character, but I'm wondering if like maybe he he's did improve problem. and yeah. he's just like we, you can't change your voice now mid show. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's iconic. Yeah. yeah, like his accent is iconic. He mm-hmm. can't not do that anymore. Everyone would be like on the message boards being like, "Oh, Lord, the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. why does he suddenly sound regal?" It's like that. Uh... Oh, that uh, Family Guy bit where it's like, and now we have wrong-sounding Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Swedish chef just comes in and says, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> uh, oh. in, uh, in video game news, uh, we have had a couple... I've seen a lot of chatter around a couple of uh, releases over the last couple weeks. One was Injustice 2 has been getting a shit ton of press. Yeah, I'm excited. Actually, I think I have it pre-ordered on my PlayStation. It should be downloading tonight. So It's already out, isn't it? I thought it came I, out like a week and a half ago. I think it was on the 31st. Was it? Oh. I looked up the Wikipedia article, and it said it was out like on the 16th or 17th or something, but maybe I maybe I messed up. Uh, it's either that or I just haven't, I haven't actually turned my PlayStation on in like <laughs> a week. So Yeah. What? Not everybody plays games all the time, Christy. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't, even, I don't play games all the time, but I still turn on my PlayStation to show it love. <laughs> I'm like, oh baby, it's okay. Like, we'll just I'll just play Dragon Age for 20 minutes. I went downstairs. <laughs> I'm trying to think when it was. It was a while ago, and it had been so long since I turned my PlayStation 4 on that my remote wasn't registered properly anymore. So I actually had to like get up <laughs> and like repair it. Or- yeah, I had to repair it. <laughs> yeah. Christy's giving us like a well, look I was, of, of being like fucking uh, like irresponsible parents right now. I played I played Breath of the Wild and I had like severe video game burnout after Breath <laughs> of the Wild and I have like now I'm just fiddling with my Switch like I'll play a little bit of Mario Kart at night and that's the end. See, Christy, I feel like you're the same way with your game consoles as I am with comics. Like if I have a big stack of comics that it's like there and like needing to be read, I'm like I'll be back to you, babies. Yeah, that's how I feel, yeah. I have, like, okay. eight games that I need to play. That's yeah. why Mark got a second PlayStation 4, because I was like, I'm sorry, I love you, but if you want to spend time with me, you have to understand that this is a priority of my life. <laughs> Part of the reason I'm stopping doing theater for a little while is so I can get through all these video games. Yeah. You expect me to not get through Zero, or, um, Zero Dawn Horizon in the next, you know, month and a half or two months? Yeah. No. Do you expect me to not pick up Andromeda again? Because, maybe, well, maybe. But that, this is just because <laughs> I'm afraid to be just... Crushed by it, grossly disappointed. Just crushed. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, Tim, you were right. It was May sixteenth. I'm just looking at it now. It was released May sixteenth, mm-hmm. and it is downloaded on my PlayStation, so I can go play it whenever I want. Nice. Uh, I might do that this weekend. 
Um, it looks really good, and I've I've been seeing really good reviews and stuff like that on it. That's a game that I really would like to get into because it looks like I have played it like once or twice on like friends consoles, but uh, it's something I might look into. It's getting fun for the Switch or something if it's even available. I don't. For the Switch. I don't think it's available for the Switch, so you might. Have well, I could to, probably uh, get it for PC, couldn't I? And like, I don't know about PC. Yeah, you might. Oh, maybe. maybe PC. You'd have to look. I, I, I'm oh, yeah. actually, you know what? It's Midway or whatever. Like you can uh, get Warner it for Brothers. PC. Yeah. So it's probably available for PC. So yeah. yeah, you can get it for PC. I've seen it on Steam. Um, so there was that. Uh, there was also this Friday the Thirteenth game that came out like last weekend or last week, and uh, I've seen a lot of chatter about it as well. It was a crowdsourced game, and it, it seems to be, have been released to a lot of fanfare. It got a lot of good reviews. Um, apparently, it's like online multiplayer only, though. So I was kind of like, nah. and it's it's asymmetric multiplayer too, right? Like, there yeah. one person gets to play Jason, uh, yeah, and, and everybody else gets to play like people that are like trying to survive Jason. Yeah, I like I'm I'd be curious to dive in with friends and play it, but I like mm-hmm. it's not something I want to get online and like play with the PlayStation Four community at large, just unless because, you know you're going to you know. get to be Jason. Yeah, pretty much, because then I wouldn't <laughs> mind hacking up some of those little shit bags. Like, <laughs> so funny. I've actually, yeah, I've heard this game has been in the works for, what, two years? Yeah, they've been yeah. talking about it for a while. Um, like, yeah, the reviews were all good this week, so I was like, I looked, I was curious, because apparently it's an awesome concept, but I'm just like, first of all, how bad is the community going to be? And second of all, how long is that going to last? Like, it doesn't seem like the kind of game that's going to have, like, long legs on it. yeah. Yeah, so it might be fun to, like, dive in, like, for 40 bucks, yeah, maybe for a weekend's worth of fun. That's not a bad idea, but I'd have mm-hmm. to see. Well, I could see you and Tim playing it. I would not pee my pants. <laughs> I would pee my pants. <laughs> uh, let's see. The the PS3 ceased production last week. Oh, that's so sad. <gasps> so, no more. What do you mean? I mean, they're not making any They're not making any more PlayStation 3s. Oh. <laughs> see, like... Do you need another? No, I just like it. <laughs> you have a you your live in boyfriend He's probably got a, like four. Owns a retro game store. You'll probably be able to get one for the next twenty years. I don't know why, but my eyes filled up with water. <laughs> Do you have like a really big connection to PS3 in particular? I really liked it. Did you play Mass Effect on that? Yes. Okay. That explains everything. It was more. It was a better boyfriend than any of the boys I dated in my university undergrad. <laughs> oh man, fair, I actually like getting teary. I, think my I don't PS3, know why. My PS3 is probably the best girlfriend I've had. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just solid, solid system. They don't cheat on you. I don't know why I'm so upset by that. <laughs> but is well, this your first? Man. Is this your first major PlayStation like? Uh, and a production Breakup? end? No, PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 were both this hard. Oh. <laughs> I just wasn't ready. You know, like, it's like, you, you're never it's ready been out for it. like It's been out for, like, ten years. I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's like your, it's like a grandparent so just died or something. So oh my god! <laughs> Ugh. Uh, the other thing I saw in terms of gaming news that was kind of cool this week uh, was... I haven't even played any of the Far Cry games, but this Far Cry 5 shit looks fucking looks amazing. Looks fucking awesome. Yeah. They're the trolling really? the shit amazing. out of the religious right, and I love yeah. that. Oh, what's, yeah. the, what's So the major villain in it is like a religious cult. Like, basically, those guys, like, sort of like those dudes that fucking, like, uh, well, I mean, not the dudes that, uh, like, camped out on that bird uh, wildlife reserve or something yeah. like that, but, like, like, some fucking, like, redneck ass, like, 
sister fucking, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like father Did you has, not see the father has multiple wives, uh, like right wing religious cult. Okay, let me look it up. Let me look it's it up. Like, you, you have to watch the trailer. The trailer it's looks like you get fantastic. to go on and like fucking like f- uh, fight the fuck out of some duck dynasty motherfuckers. It's pretty what's much. It, what's it it's called? It's pretty much. It's pretty much like just Far Cry, uh, Far Cry, Far Cry 5. Five. Oh, that doesn't have an actual like title yet. No, uh, no, that's no. the title, Far Cry Five. Oh. This is like the official Far Cry Five. Yeah. Okay, let me watch it while you guys keep and talking. Set, Do you like, have comics American or something? Yeah, I'm just so. no, like I the trailer for that. Like I love the Far Cry games, so like I'm totally in the bag for this, regardless. Like I played all of them, um, but like as soon as I saw the setting was like Deep South shit, I was like, I am so fucking in to kill some <laughs> rednecks. I am so fucking in for this game. Yeah. And the thing is, like that that has to be a big slice of their audience too, right? Like for for, for FPSs, like I guess. I, my. Uh, my cousin-in-law, my uh, wife's cousin, who's like, I don't know, 19 or 20 or something like that now, like, he grew up on FPSs, like, he fucking yeah. loves the shit, at like, Day of Defeat and shit like that, and he's also one of these, like, redneck, like, own a fucking Mustang and posts about it on Facebook all the time kind of thing, and... Well, I see, I don't know, I can't really talk, I, I live in the, like, super liberal, like, next to Toronto kind of, like, GTA area, it's, it's kind of hard for me to be like, yeah, rednecks, I have no... yeah whatever kind of real experience I mean, with that kind of thing even in canada like you get like those uh rural people that are more conservative and that are kind of gun nuts and stuff like that like live out in the prairies or like up in the you know northern parts of ontario and shit like that like it's the same that's the same you know they have flyover states you know they have flyover states yeah those are flyover provinces my friend i know <laughs> toronto toronto to vancouver or like the quick little six-hour jaunt to Montreal. That's about all you really need to see of Canada, yeah. and then you're good to go. I've been to Edmonton a few times, mostly because I got family there, but they're they're uh, good good people. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I have like my family has like farming roots and stuff like that, so like I don't whatever. But like none of them are like religious, right? Insane, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're all pretty like chilled out, like whatever beer drinking yeah. normal people, I guess for the most part. So, Christy, your but. thoughts. I'm sorry, I'm watching the trailer. What? <laughs> I don't think beer drinking doesn't uh, necessarily make them normal, Mark. Like the, the these fucking rednecks in this game are probably probably love them some fucking Budweiser. That's that's and true. The, that's Miller true. Light and shit. Papst. Yeah, that's true. Now PBR is hipster beer. Yeah, it is now. Are they anyway. really that different? <laughs> my uh, my wife and I have a, a game that we like to play whenever we see somebody that looks kind of like scraggly, like particularly like a white dude that looks kind of scraggly, and it's a uh, hipster or hobo. Yeah, we try and yeah. figure out if he's homeless or if he's just a hipster. Yeah, we do that in Toronto a lot too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that up here too. It's yeah. kind of sad. Usually, you can tell from the sweatpants <laughs> and how many holes they have in them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, how many, how many shit stains there are. <laughs> there's an odd number of shit stains the hipster if it's even yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a hobo yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and uh exactly and how much how much uh oil is in the beard yeah exactly <laughs> yeah oil not wax is kind of like the the defining like, yeah difference there so <laughs> what do you think christy are you still watching that trailer's long no no i just finished it so i'm sorry i was a little out of it because i was trying to listen but also watch so what did you want me to think about what do you think of the game? Feedback? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting that they're taking it to be that, you know, it's people that you could actually imagine shooting. Yeah. What do you mean? Do you know what I mean? Imagine like, shooting, like wanting to shoot? Because. Yeah, fair. like it's, it's, it makes it almost like, I mean, we're lucky that we do, like you said, you live in a very liberal part of um, 
the outskirts of Toronto, so you're not going to run into people with the mindset that the folks they have in Far Cry um, have as regular as someone else might. But, like, I don't know, is that dangerous? Like, pitting you against people that are actually somewhat relatable? (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying, like, the Asian people I killed in Far Cry 4 aren't relatable? <laughs> wasn't there wasn't there a day defeat mission or something like that where it flipped the script and like you were a terrorist like trying to kill citizens or something yes. like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know that got a lot of uh a lot of chit chat. Yeah. Well, I don't know, it's just to me it's like um the point I'm trying to make is that you know, we all recognize this stereotype of, you know, the bumpkin. And like the cult so it's just it's just an interesting take for them to do when it's so close to home versus far cry which to me means far away especially with all the news like the last couple months about like alt-right extremists like terrorism mm-hmm. happening in the southern states and stuff yeah. like that which is i was like when i saw the trailer i was like oh that's gonna that's gonna like rustle some fucking feathers i think yeah, down absolutely. there so i know but i'm like I'm, like i said i'm in the bag it looks like a fucking awesome game so. oh i think everyone's gonna play it but there's gonna be a lot of people being like how dare you? But they'll yeah, keep but playing it. Controversy breeds fucking cash, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. the kind of game. Like, that's the kind of thing. That's like the GTA formula. Like, the more people are talking about it ahead of time, the more people are yep. going to play it. I guarantee you, this is probably the best selling Far Cry out of all of them. Yeah. We'll see. I know they're going to lose the Cletus, the slack jawed yokel uh, audience. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot Brother Hickory. <laughs> uh, I think, I think they'll, they'll make up for it in, uh, what do you call it? Like anti-Trump areas at this Lip, point. Libtards. So, yeah, libtards. They'll, <laughs> they'll go for it. That's what the rednecks call us, Christy. Yeah, that's what the the right calls the the you know the, moderates the left and left wing oh people. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, or cucks. Yeah, or cucks. Yes, <laughs> which is hilarious considering. It's terrible. They voted yeah. somebody in who's fucking their country to death right now. So. Yep. Oh my god! Do you hear what they Germany have to stand did? Stand there and watch. <laughs> Germany was like, yeah, we're not aligned with the U.S. anymore. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he he fucking he like, like a just drunk child. He just drunk child. Yeah, drunk child was he the headline botched, I saw a lot this week. He just botched that fucking uh, that fucking NATO trip so bad that G seven yep. meeting. Well, between so. between the sh- the sh- the shade Merkel threw at him and the shade that Marcon threw at him too, it was just like and yeah. the shade his oh, wife oh. threw at him. Well, yeah, yeah, that's and the Pope. Although yeah, then, the, then the Pope, then the Pope uh, shaded uh, Trump, uh, Trudeau, uh, Trudeau as well. Well, not. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he he had basically he? like the same look on his face when they took the picture, like side by side. Yeah, yeah. Really? What did he have a problem with well, Trudeau? Trudeau was Trudeau was asking about reparations, like for the uh, oh the uh, parochial schools. schools or whatever. Yeah, the, the schools. Oh, the yeah, yeah. The thing that Gord Downey did that that show about last year. Yeah, like the, that yeah. Album about the, the residential schools. Residential schools. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So he was looking. He was looking. They're looking for like the church to also make like a statement and like apologize for that thing. So because yeah. mm. Trudeau's kind of on board with that because it's. I mean, if you get your tragically hit base behind you, he's probably going to stay in office at this point. <laughs> I guess so. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just don't really want that scary other dude to take office. I read about him today, and I was like, "Ooh, Harper, but young." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The oh. new guy, the new, uh, the new conservative guy. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's probably we probably got a solid at least ten years of Trudeau at this point. Even like, I don't know. I don't, know. There's not, I don't think the swing the other way right can happen. Now, it seems like. 
Yeah, I don't think the swing the other way can happen that quickly up here, especially with like the anti right wing movement that's been going on in like the states and stuff. So like, yeah. we we tend we tend to kind of veer the other way from them a lot of the time. So that's well, we hope. We hope anyway. Just get out and yeah. vote. That's all you can do is yeah. get out and vote. So get out and vote. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't yeah. don't yeah. be lazy. Get voter, out and vote. Because voter turnout always works in benefit of the left. The left always. Yeah, so <laughs> it always does. <laughs> Uh, that's why trump only, won guys yep if only they'd picked bernie for the ballot yeah that's i don't oh, want to rehash that again yeah that's not let's not, get let's not talk about that. it anyway let's move on <laughs> let's move on to our geek of the week <laughs> see put some fucking english on that one mark uh i'll give it my best <laughs> <laughs> so uh all right let's start with mark what was the geekiest thing you did this week um the geekiest thing i did this week i last thursday night i went into toronto and saw the live last podcast on the left show at lee's palace oh nice oh Lee's yeah. palace memories oh man oh, yeah i've been there a lot the last little while i keep ending up at these tiny like like toronto um like historical venues for shows the last little yeah. while and like, cause I've been to the horseshoe and stuff like that too. The last yeah. little while, yeah, I love these little like fucking holes in the wall. Like, like Lee's Palace is great because like the walls are so black and you're not sure if it's paint or if it's or just smoke. like or smoke or just like crusted shit at that grime. point. Like, yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. grime that's never been clean. <laughs> but it's such like it's such an awesome little venue. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like it was so much fun to like. It was kind of weird to see like a bunch of guys that I've been listening to for like. Oh man, it's probably been like it's five years now. I've been listening to that podcast, and like mm. they're they're like out doing live shows and like selling out places like Lee's Palace that like I've seen like tons of acts come through and stuff like that, and like yeah. everybody's laughing ninety minutes of like bullshit, and they're talking about aliens and like hologram fucking reality and stuff like that or whatever weird shit that they talk about on that <laughs> podcast. And showing like they were showing pictures of like BTK's like binded like bondage like self photography and Holy stuff shit. like that. It was pretty fucking funny, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, uh, it was like it was a lot of fun, and like the crowd was like right into it. So like as a podcaster, I was like, oh, this this is the dream, guys. Like you could get <laughs> like this is what could happen if you're three extraordinarily talented fucking comedians or two extraordinarily talented comedians and a really good producer, anyway. <laughs> so you guys need to get funnier because I'm not that funny. So. Um. <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> All right, so you have to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> Christy's carrying us right now, let's be honest. Yeah, it's true, for sure. <laughs> um, carrying the humor. Yeah, but yeah, for sure, like, it, uh, they're they're in Atlanta fairly regularly, Tim. You should go check them out. They're pretty fucking funny. Like, they I are really funny. enjoyed it. So yeah, I'm starting to get caught up on all my uh, all the podcasts that I have been listening to because it's something that I can like uh, play while I'm out working uh, without having to like think too much about it. So I might be looking for something new in the near future. Last podcast on the left is probably by it's a, by a comfortable margin between that and Smodcast. Like yeah. those t- are my two absolute favorites, but. I think last podcast is like it's just the funnier of the two of them because it's that much more off color. Like just, it's so to, dark. You you have to funny. move past them being um, talking over each other a lot in the early episodes. Yeah, in that the gets it gets it's yeah. pretty bad. That's well, just like we we know those feels. Just yeah. like our early episodes, guys. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta power through them. Or last so they have week's one guy episode. who's like particularly yelly about it. Henry. So yeah, if you just Henry's power through, awesome. then you'll you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, 
but the humor's right up your alley, Tim. Like it's so grim. Yeah. Like it's the darkest humor you can get. So <laughs> is it? Uh, is there the same archive shock as there is on Smodcast, or is it the younger podcast? It's it's getting close. Like it's about two hundred something. Hold on, I can't remember when the last episode was. It was last week, but um, Smodcast is like four hundred or something, isn't it? Yeah, but there's a lot of Smodcast you can skip because it's like. Um, Oh, that's us. That's not last podcast. Feed. <laughs> two seventy two. Okay, was the last one. Smodcast <laughs> is at. See, but Smodcast you can skip a lot of because there's like live shows or they're not necessarily like Mosher and Kev kind of thing. Yeah, which is where the real money is. Smodcast at three seventy five, and the last couple. Well, there was one with Scott. Scott's been out of the country for the last little while. Like he's in France or something like that. So they're doing Skype episodes like once a mm-hmm. month. So you don't get regular like Smodcast, but like last podcast has been pretty consistently like, if not every week, then every second week when they're on tour or whatever. So, okay. like I got an episode on Thursday, and then like I was I drove into Toronto listening to it when I went to the show and stuff like that. So nice. that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun. So I don't know. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I should have I should have brought Christy actually because I was like you I had it, I had, me. I had an extra ticket and I just kind of went in on my own and it was. Why like, <laughs> I don't know, because I was like, how's she going to get to Hamilton to hear blah, blah, blah? Um, I drive. I know. I should have brought you. It was fun. It was entertaining. <laughs> you would have been the only, well, actually, no, you weren't the only, you would have been the only girl, but you would have been, like, the most normal looking girl there, because it was like. Oh, man, I would have stuck out, and I would have loved it. Bunch yeah. of goth chicks and shit. It was a lot of gothy girls. It was kind of hot, actually, but, like. <laughs> there was You'd a see lot. me just sitting in a bright summer dress with yeah. my blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard these words before. Yeah, not being able to see because we we're like I stood way in the back by the bar. Um, mm. Yeah, but <laughs> nice. It was good. It was a fun show. Like it was cool. It was just. And it's also crazy that like I mean I know Kevin Smith does the live shows and stuff like that, but like like I said, I've been listening to the guys these guys since like episode ten or eleven or something like that. Yeah, and I'm like, it's crazy that a they've gone from like yeah, it was a little. It was well, it's just not even starstruck. It's just like they went from this little shitty podcast like what we do to being like. They're selling out Lee's Palace, which, like, again, is kind of like a huge mecca in Toronto for, like, live shows and stuff like that. Like, I've seen mm-hmm. Matthew Good and the Tea Party and, like, I mean, I was it, just there not too long ago. Wall, but it's not oh, a yeah. small hole in the wall. No, 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 yeah. not at all. Pretty like, big venue. Like, I've seen Weaker Thans there with Constantine's and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I've seen tons of big bands, well, big Canadian bands especially there. So I, it's like. I, I think I might have been at that show. Weaker Thans and Constantine's? There's there was a they did a couple of those. Was it like two thousand three or something like that? Yeah. Paul and I were there. I might have been at that show too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Paul and <laughs> Paul and I were at that show. They did uh that was like they did that tour like every year, like the Rolling Tundra tour or whatever. Like okay. Weaker Than's Constantine's toured together for like from like two thousand and three till two thousand and like seven or something like that. They did a uh, a show every year. Because I we went like almost every year. That's I think also, we missed one. I think I also oh. I might have seen Death Cab at uh, Lee's Please? Palace as well. Oh man, that'd be that'd it's like be pre awesome. pre plans Death Cab. Yeah. Um. And and there, I think they played with Not a Surf. Mm, nice. When they were touring their like second album, that was like totally different than their first album. Yeah. But, Not a Surf's anyways. an underrated band. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Their second album, uh, Let Go, was an amazing album. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that was yeah. that was my geek of the week. So nice. now, if they tour again, Christy, we'll we'll go. All right, like yeah. we'll make sure we'll go. We'll have a good time. I would love to go to more po- live podcasts. I think that they're so fun. I I don't know. I would. Uh, well, what is it? August twenty fifth, I think. Uh, Kevin Smith's speaking in uh, 
in Toronto. I'm not sure if it's a podcast or not, but he is doing a thing, a speaking engagement. Or if it's one of his, like, here, ask me a question, and then I'll rant yeah. for three hours. Yeah, which is awesome. I love <laughs> Which are also things. great. Yeah, those are super fun, too. So. See, I'm not as into Kevin Smith as you are, so that mm-hmm. one, I would be like, oh, cool. But I'd probably be less, like... I, love, um, I can listen to him talk for hours. Like I love Kevin Smith, so that's why I listen to like yeah. seven of his podcasts a week when he when they puts them out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but, all right, um, yeah. Christy, what was your geek of the week? Sorry, <laughs> I just got an email from a friend. I was like, "Do they do improv on Wednesdays?" She's like, "Christy, it's Tuesday," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> my brain's not working." I forgot that it was Tuesday. Anyway, um, <laughs> my geek of the week. Um, so uh, I went out for lunch with um, all my a bunch of my work colleagues on Friday, and um, oh my this god, this feels like an embarrassing story with Christy. It almost, it, well, it was <laughs> um, because what happened was um, somebody brought up the podcast. <gasps> uh oh, and. I refuse to talk about it. <laughs> that just makes it worse. You know that, right? I know. You're just the getting actual, them more like, interested. Other, They're like, oh, God, guy, we need to check like, this out now. All the people at the table are like, oh, Christy, you got to tell us about it. I was like, no, I won't. I don't want to talk about it. And they were like, no, you got to tell us about it. And I was like, no, no, no. Oh, we talk about it. Oh, we talk about it. Like, you know, geeky things and poop. <laughs> and they were like, and they were like, that sounds like it's amazing. And I was like. No, and then they started like googling me while I was sitting there. I was like, "Guys, I don't want you to hear this. I don't want to get fired." They're gonna fire you for doing a podcast. I, I, I had this my- almost the same conversation with my not only my boss but like my boss's boss who like works at our headquarters over in the UK. Um, yeah. But he's a pretty like chill guy. But he like started. I I like I, you know, he was we were uh, at our like US office and. West Virginia in January for like a week and uh I for some reason got to talking about you know that I was doing a podcast lately and he asked like what it was called and he started like looking it up on iTunes I was like you know just fair warning it's pretty raunchy is like ah whatever it's fine I'm like I'm gonna get fucking fired I'm not gonna get fired you guys are <laughs> such worry warts it's hilarious in the end I mean I told him what the name was of it was and everything but I think in the end he uh, he couldn't get to download on his phone or something so I like oh, okay. breathed a sigh of relief Although I feel like he probably would have actually enjoyed it. But, like, if I ever got into, like, a bad situation at work, like, it's definitely something that could have been brought up. <laughs> um, maybe it's because I work in a creative field. I don't worry about that as much. I don't know. I know, yeah. but you're, you're, you're way more paranoid about this kind of stuff than I am for some reason. I am because I feel like I've never said anything bad about work because I, I, I love my job. You guys know that. I talk about that a lot. But I worry that because I work in education. Yeah, but you're not a teacher. I hope to be one day. Yeah, but th- this will just be a cute thing your your students will find. They'll be like, oh, our teacher still does a podcast for some reason. But um, I'm trying to think. There was another geeky thing. It was, that wasn't geeky. I just thought it was funny. Um because I wouldn't talk about it. I, I still like, oh. I, I still think you should just share it, Christy. I don't think it's that embarrassing. We're much cleaner now than we were when we started, actually. That's the one thing I've noticed. Like, every <laughs> once in a while, we get a little weird, but, like, most of the time, we're pretty even, so. <laughs> we do like to say fuck an awful lot, though. That's true. Fuckity fuck fuck. As you should. Fuck yeah. the fucking fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your real geek of the week, Christy? Um, 
I, you know what, I, I had it, and now it's gone. I think it was just still Pokemon going. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm going hard. <laughs> yeah, on the uh, adventure weekend. Oh, no, that, was that last week? No, that was the weekend before. Yeah. Um, they're going to be releasing uh, player versus player battling coming this summer as an anniversary present, potentially. Oh, yeah? There's a potential. Nice. Yeah. Um, so there's there's some some fun things on the way for Pokemon Go, but I'm just, I still hide it because I'm so ashamed that I'm still playing. <laughs> You're ashamed of a lot of things, eh? <laughs> Podcast, that's, Pokemon Go. And that's interesting. It's all stuff I like. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I did, uh, I finally evolved my Charizard this week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I have a whole bunch that I have to evolve, but I don't want to waste my lucky egg and not, like, walk around for half an hour. Well, yeah, I, I just, uh, uh, I just evolve everything. Like, I'll just, uh, save up, like, 50, 60 evolutions worth of stuff and then just mm. pop a lucky egg and do them all at once. That's what I have right now, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can easily eat up half an hour with, like, you know, 50 or so evolutions True. if you stay on top of it. Um, all right. Well, for me, uh, my geek of the week was it was my birthday this weekend. Happy yeah. birthday, Tim! Happy birthday. Thank you, guys. And uh, it was a nice long weekend for us. And uh, so we had our monthly cocktails and cupcakes party on Saturday, and uh, I made it into a movie marathon for for me. So we had uh, I put it to a vote uh, for all the people that were coming, and the. I mean, I I was the one that picked all the options, but the uh, option that ended up getting the most votes was Monty Python. So we nice. did a uh, a marathon of. Uh, I started out just watching the uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus because I have all those on DVD. And then when people started getting there, we started watching the movies. So we watched all the movies from uh, and now for something completely different, all the way through the Meaning of Life. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. People bought me brought me drinks, and we. Uh, Brought me even Monty Python themed drinks and sounds awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So it was a good way to spend a birthday, and uh, then I had two days to recuperate from it, which I kind of needed. <laughs> <laughs> Recovery time gets longer the older you get. It's yeah, true, man. Yeah. It sucks. Oh, I didn't well. even drink at our cast party for um, for Sister Act this time because I knew I would just vomit everywhere. <laughs> Can you even say that you attended the cast party if you didn't drink at it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember actually being there. <laughs> yeah, you didn't just uh, drink a bottle of wine and then throw up in the bathroom? I don't want to talk about the last four cast parties then, too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and was it one of those great big bottles of uh, jam wine? Chris- so it's all smart about your birthday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was my Geek of the Week, so let's move on from that to the Meat of the Episode. Part two of our evolutionary <laughs> meat. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you that listened last week, uh, we started out talking about sort of our nerdy evolutions, uh, sort of how the nerdy shit that we've uh, we we have been into throughout our lives has changed as we've gotten older. So, uh, ended up being a pretty good topic that we could talk a lot about because we only got through high school last week. So this week we're going to talk on sort of uh, undergrad and beyond. Um, so let's let's see. I don't remember who we started with last week, but let's this week. You let's... started last week, Tim. 
All right. Well, let's start with you this week then, Mark, uh, since I'm hosting. Uh, so starting in your undergrad years at uh, Brock University, what were you into? wasn't wasn't at Brock actually. My oh, first no. my first my first uh, run at post secondary education was at Niagara College. Uh, oh, that's okay. where I got my my graphic design background comes from there. Um, man, I don't remember like that would have been what like two thousand. Yeah. 2000, 2000, because like under like university or college is two years, right? So it's not like it's a huge chunk of time. Um, I was still working at the movie theater um, while I was putting myself through college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was seeing a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the start of like the the modern like comic book movie renaissance too, right? Because like 2000 was around when like Blade and X-Men and that and kind of stuff. Spider-Man movies. And- 2002, yeah. yeah. So I was working in the movie theater when all that stuff started to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of a big deal. Like even just getting any of these movies at that point was like so refreshing mm-hmm. after having survived Batman and Robin and stuff like that. <laughs> so there was that. Um, yeah, this would have been like this would have been like hardcore show going mark at this probably like at this point. So been like I was at a concert like every weekend kind of thing. Like it didn't matter who was playing. I just went and saw everything. So like. <laughs> I don't even. I can't even begin to like tell you who I saw in this kind of time period because this would have been like if Radiohead toured, I'd go. Neil Young toured, I'd go. Like anything that would come around that I was even like remotely interested in, I would just buy tickets and go to it. So. Oh really? Yeah, I was like in heart in Toronto and St. Catharines and both anywhere Buffalo because we like the the oh, beauty yeah. of living in the Niagara region is that like Buffalo and Toronto and Hamilton are all tour stops for mm-hmm. certain like levels of bands. So like you would be able to see like. Like, in the case of, like, a Matthew Good, why I've been able to see 46 shows is because he would play, like, Niagara Falls, St. Catharines, Hamilton, Toronto, Toronto, and then, like, I yeah. don't know, like, Sarnia or Markham something like or that. something like that. Yeah, something yeah. random like that. And I'd be able to go to, like, four of those shows kind of thing. So I would do that kind of stuff. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, because Toronto's such a huge hub for concerts, and then Buffalo is a pretty decent-sized stop there, too. Like, you'd get... Pearl Jam would start one leg of the tour in Buffalo and then float around and then stop in Toronto and, like, we get to see two shows and, like, that kind of thing. So, there's a lot of, like, that kind of stuff. So, I was probably full-time, like, hardcore reading comics at this point. Like, I had a massive pull list. This would have been... Early 2000s would have been, like, Ultimate Line, like, Marvel. This would have been your peak comic book collecting This would have been, like, peak, like, superhero comic book collecting reading phase. Yeah, for sure. Um, cause I was in that comic book store like once a week and my pull list was like, what, like what you spend now, Tim, is probably <laughs> what I was spending at that point. Like I was going in there like every two weeks and dropping like 75 bucks kind of thing. Like it yeah. was coming yeah. out, coming out with like, uh, 10 or 15 issues a week kind of thing. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. yeah. Like just like they had the, um, I still remember the bags. They had those like brown kind of paper bags mm-hmm. and I'd walk out of there with like two of them just like stuffed full. Yeah. And uh, and Wizard on top of that, right? Like, because that was still, like, Wizard was still in play at that point. Like, the yeah. internet hadn't completely killed print, like, magazines and stuff yet. Yeah. So you still get Wizard. Um, which is, like, that was another thing, like, growing up, like, especially in that, like, high school, like, late grade school, high school thing that we didn't talk about was Wizard Magazine. I don't know if that was something you were big on. Not as much. I picked up an issue, like, here and there, but uh, I was never as much into, like, the fan side of things. I was basically just in it for the stories kind of thing. I was, like, I was a diehard wizard reader for some reason. Like, I, I felt like I a lot of my recommendations came from that magazine, mm. which was, like, at the end of the day, like, a horrible idea. But, like, what you didn't know any better, right? Like, the internet was so, like, nascent at that point that you weren't really, like, having like cognizant of where to get, like, a, a big fan opinion quickly. It was just like, well, the wizard guys, like, 
are talking about this new Mark Millar book, so I'll go pick it up kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a big thing. I'm trying to think what else. There's two magazines. It was Wizard and EGM when I was like in that kind of pre-print dying kind of thing. Like Those yeah. are the two magazines that I went to for my video game news and my comic book news. So. Um, I'm trying to think. Otherwise, other than that, this is probably like HBO time too. Like when HBO started to become like a big deal. So like when Oz I was in that sort of Oz, thing. Sopranos, I would have been watching right. like week to week and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's where like I guess my taste in TV kind of like got snobby. Is it like now <laughs> like how it is now? Like that's where I became like a TV snob mm-hmm. um, because all the like the pay channel like HBO was like that was like the golden age, right? Like having yeah. Sopranos and Oz and like. I think the Larry Sanders show was still on, which is fucking hilarious and like stuff like that. <laughs> I've tried to get into that and I just can't. I, I I didn't watch it when it first came out, so I'm trying to get back, like go back and watch it. But yeah, it's dated. It's pretty dated now. Yeah. I can go back and watch it because I watched it back then, and it's like it was funny back then. There's lots of little. It's weird the little cameos that show up. Like David Duchovny is on there, and like he blatantly plays up the fact that he has a giant crush on Larry Sanders and it's like <laughs> not subtle about it at all. He's just like more or less groping him on set and stuff. It's what? really funny. No, like it's super funny. Like a lot of the sitcoms, like, like 30 rock owes so much to the Larry Sanders show. It's mm. crazy. Like that whole behind the scenes kind of like whatever. I mean, obviously the Larry Sanders show is on HBO and therefore able to be like way bluer than anything you would get on broadcast. But yeah, like that it was, it was, yeah, all those HBO shows were a big deal for me at that point, too. It's also when, like, DVD box sets started to become a thing, because that's how you would watch, like, Catch Up to the Sopranos, was, like, going out and spending $150 per season to get the DVDs or whatever, or yeah. hoping one of your buddies could lend it to you or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. that that was that was kind of the college stuff, so. All right. Uh, well, here, I'll go, because mine is probably closer to Mark's than uh, Christy's Yeah, I was going to say, that's, you guys <laughs> were around the same time. Uh, well, although I'll start out with a big departure. This was uh, undergrad for me was the time that I started getting like really heavily into the like Disney parks nerdery. Um, and it that came a lot from the fact that I was moving away to college and my sister and I, um, you know, we'd grown up together for like 20 years or whatever and or 19 years or whatever. And uh, um, it was sort of something that we just sort of bonded over together to sort of keep Aww. in touch over. Um, so we'd like email each other and stuff about it. And every time that we got together, we would like catch, catch each other up on what we heard in terms of on like internet forums or whatever, that kind of thing. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and at that, that was the point where we started actively being like, you know, we're more than just like casually into this. Like we really clearly both have sort of bonded over it kind of thing. Um, this, I didn't get into the, uh, weed inverse stuff until I, uh, started at in university like i didn't oh start, really yeah i didn't start getting into buffy and stuff like that until you know a few seasons in right so i guess 2000 would be like season three season or four. something like that season three or four yeah we graduated because we were the same age as her um yeah. the year it would have been 99 would have been the end of season three okay so like the year we graduated like grade 12 or whatever graduated mm-hmm. high school so like our first year was her first year kind of thing so right um yeah because i didn't really watch like buffy while it was on tv like i downloaded it all like on like limewire that sort of thing so i didn't start getting into much of those shows until i moved away to college and could download it um 
so yeah, Buffy, Angel, Firefly, all those were like in my college years. Uh, my college years were longer than Mark's since I did like a four-year degree that I did over five years. Mine are kind of split because there's like yeah. a two-year gap and then I went back to school and like Brock is a different kind of story. So. Right. Well, I've, I've got like a sort of post sort of nebulous years that we can we can fit that yeah. into. Yeah. Um, this was also where I started going to a shit ton of concerts. Uh, maybe a little later than Mark. Like for me, it was like 2002, 2003 was when I started okay. going to a lot of... Uh, shows and getting into a lot more obscure music again because like of Napster and stuff like Audio yep. Galaxy and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, so I was listening to a lot more indie music and stuff like that. I was going to a lot more concerts. For me, it was basically either all Hamilton or Toronto. Um, and uh, I actually started writing um, for. So uh, Christy, does did Max still have insight while you were there? Yes, they did. So I used to do a music column for Insight. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, for for about a year or two. Uh, called it was called what Sub Stadium Music or something like that. Like basically, I was specifically focusing on like smaller shows. That's cool. Yeah, oh. and so it was like half like column reviewing like one or two of the shows that I've been to in the last month. Um, so I think it was a monthly uh, magazine. And, yeah. uh, and then the last, and then it was also like, these are all the shows that are coming up in the next like couple months kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have some of those articles saved on this computer actually. That's awesome. Uh, it was also, I, I did musical theater at Mac as well. I did, uh, with, I did Tommy and then Jesus Christ Superstar, uh, two years back to back. Those are the only two shows I did, even though I was there for like four years or whatever. I think the year before was like anything goes or something like that and mm-hmm. i wasn't really into into that kind of thing as much that was into more of the rock opera kind of thing um yeah. and then i think anything the year... goes was also like so tap heavy oh my god yeah and then the year after tommy i wasn't going to be there for the whole year so i couldn't get involved but i think that was the year they did pippin yep um also in college, I started get, becoming a fucking like movie nerd. Uh, like I was buying like Criterion DVDs, and I got like, oh yeah, I got into like uh, really heavy into like Tarantino and like foreign movies and indie movies and stuff like that. This is totally inside baseball. How did how did you meet Eric then? Because like I think you guys talked about it on the first episode of the podcast, but yeah. Uh, so Eric and I did both do both Tommy and Jesus Christ Superstar before uh, together. And that's that, well, that's really where we sort of became friends, but we also were in the same residence in first year. So like we knew each other in our first year, um, but we didn't really like sort of become closer until like our, yeah, until like second or third year university. Cause that's where like Eric's, uh, like when you started saying criteria and I still remember him doing that too. Like he was like right into buying DVDs like that all the time. Yeah. Well, he was, so. he was in the humanities and I, I was, I was in, uh, arts and science, which was this like sort of weird splintery program that a uh, really small program. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I did end up taking one or two film courses towards the end, but they weren't with Eric. Fair enough. Um, there's basically just like I wanted, you know, I had some extra room and I really wanted to take some film courses. So I took like basically two that were more or less like, um, you know, film history kind of thing. I, did the, I, I was in the arts, so I was able to do a lot of that kind of shit on my, yeah. like, just because it was, I could take it as part of my curriculum. And they were like, yeah, it's fine. You can take film, you can take music, you can take whatever you want. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that was a big departure for me because, like, when I was in high school, I took like, 
all I didn't take fine arts, but I took like drama and music all the way through and also like all the sciences and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then when I got to university, I was like, well, you can't do that anymore. So I just kind of fit it in where I could. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Smallville was a big thing for me in college. <sighs> that was like the pioneer of those comic book TV shows. I still like, for some reason, I blank Smallville a lot of the time. <laughs> Because I watched, I watched all ten seasons of it, and yeah. like, I don't know, did you ever watch it, Christy? No. Oh, okay. It would be fun to do an episode about it because I, I have a lot of negative things to say about it, but I watched all of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was it, such it, it had. Well, it was the thing. It was like it was the only fucking game in town at that point. Yeah, right? it totally was. So yeah. like, well, even I mean, though some of it was shit compared to now, it was still like it was the only comic book TV show we had, so we still yeah. watched the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally like. I watched every episode like yeah. multiple times, probably. I think I, I, yeah. I did. I, I like. I probably watched the whole thing like once. I don't think after the finale I ever watched it again, but I did like rewatch chunks of it here and there. So like, it, I did, I have seen all of it, and it is not a good show <laughs> overall. It has some great moments in it, but overall, yeah, it over it overstayed its welcome by a like large margin. Yeah, like, by two or three seasons at least. Well, maybe. Like four, I think, would have been more, would have been pretty generous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was one I just, I never, I never, uh, fell in love with. I never, I don't think I ever watched it. I, I just, I, I thought the lead guy was pretty good looking. Tom Welling. Yeah. And, and I mean, for me, it was like I was in the bag. Like Superman was my guy. He was, you know, the, my, the, uh, that was the main comic book that I was still reading at that point, uh, or that I was reading at that point. And so I was like, yeah, they're making a fucking Superman TV show. Fuck yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, college was when I started getting into Tolkien. I mean, dabbling in Tolkien, not to the extent that I'm into it now, having, I won't say been drug into it by having married a really big Tolkien head, but uh, there's definitely more of that now that I, I know uh, that I mm-hmm. would have known if, if I had not met Alicia. Uh, but like uh, when that was when the movies were actively the Lord of the Rings movies were actively coming out and I was actively reading the books to sort of, you know, be like, I want to read the books before I see the movie. Uh, yeah. I was started getting pretty heavy into like uh, online uh, shooters at this point, like Counter-Strike and Day of Defeat. I played a lot of that shit. Uh, and also like uh, Jedi Knight. I remember being forced to play Jedi Knight a couple times, but I was never into it. Like the, the multiplayer on it was really fun. We had like this land party at, in like the arts and science, like the, our little programs like office. And this is back in the day where like you had to bring like your whole fucking desktop in and like your huge fucking CRT monitor and everything. Yeah. And then there was one guy there that knew how to network all the computers together so that you could all, you know, fucking like play on like a local network. Uh, and yeah, we just had like a whole weekend or something like that where we just played yeah. a bunch of games. We had a couple of those with, um, uh, with like Halo one, like doing land parties with Halo mm. one and stuff like that. Like nice. I think it was 12 man, like Halo fucking battles and shit like that on yeah. campus. It was fun. So yeah, that's like, that's a, a dying breed, right? Like nobody really has those like, you know, land party kind of things anymore. Well, you don't or, have to anymore. We've yeah. got Xbox Live, right? Like, yeah. once, yeah, I, once I think, 
Um, I was listening to a podcast about that this week where like, they were talking about like doing the LAN parties for Halo. And I'm like, God, I remember doing that shit. Like just like trying to figure out how to like set up a switch to like talk mm-hmm. to all the fucking, not a Nintendo switch, like a, yes. a networking Ethernet switch. switch yeah. yeah. To like get all the computers to talk to each other and stuff like that. And then yeah. like play or get all the Xboxes, I should say, which is even trickier to get them all to talk to each other and then play Halo on the network and like yeah. fake it and stuff like that. And then like Halo 2 came out and they launched Xbox Live and everybody was like, well, we don't have to do this stupid horse shit anymore. <laughs> like, that's awesome. You'd spend, like, three hours just getting everything set up. But, like, that was whole part of the whole experience, right? Well, that's the thing, too. Like, by the time you got everything set up, half you were in the bag, too. So, like, somebody's going to be tough. <laughs> Whoever was setting up the network was, like, probably going to beat the shit out of everybody because he wasn't drinking six beers beforehand yeah. kind of yeah. thing. So. <laughs> yeah, half you're in the bag and the other half are, like, all fucking strung out on caffeine. Yeah. On, oh, like, yeah. Energy drinks and shit. Or or both. And like, yes. my, that, that's probably my, my Red Bull and vodka days. So, <laughs> Ew. yeah, man. Nice. Uh, and then the last thing is uh, in my uh, sort of later college years was when my comic buying not hit its peak, but did start to expand on top of the Superman books. I started buying like uh, the JSA books, including like that Jeff Johns title from like the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, Young Justice. I also started collecting Green Lantern. Um, just cause that was, and, and a lot of that was just due to like, uh, it was sort of like, um, there, there was some like crossover stories or stuff like that with the Superman books. And I was like, no, well, these also seems like a pretty good book. I'm going to start picking it up kind of thing. And I would go back. And so, yeah, that's sort of my undergrad nerdery in a nutshell. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cause we didn't really talk about like my gaming stuff cause I was playing all the way through, but it's always been my side like nerd thing like i your side bitch yeah i guess like i have i had an <laughs> nes i had a super nintendo we had a genesis like i had a playstation and n64 mm-hmm. i didn't have a saturn i had a dreamcast for a little while and then like ever since then it's been like every fucking generation i end up buying all three consoles for some weird reason <laughs> like i just you get suckered into your switch well actually no sorry like the the three like the xbox generations that would have been xbox ps2 gamecube was that around that time was that the same ones Christy, you would, you're you, asking the wrong person. We need Christy um, or other yeah, the Mark. GameCube, the GameCube did come out around the same time. As the Xbox and the as PS2, the Xbox. right? Yeah. Like, they were the same. Yeah, gen. it was competing. Yeah. So I had all three of those because Halo And happened. the Dreamcast. Sorry. Yeah, kind of. I had a Dreamcast, <laughs> but that kind of died really quick, so that was weird. But then, like, the next gen, like, I bought a 360 early on because Halo was still a thing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everybody bought a Wii because everybody bought a Wii. New. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they got me with Metroid on that one too. So there's that. And then like PS3 became like a huge deal because like everything started coming out for PS3. And then, yes, I remember that. Yeah. And then this gen again, they caught me because my rock, because of my rock band thing. I think we've talked about it before (laughs) where I had bought all my rock band shit for 360. And when they put out rock band four, I was like, it's cheaper for me to buy an Xbox one than to rebuy all this shit. Yeah. This is horrible. So I'm buying an Xbox one. So I ended up with all three again. And now I have a Switch, so... It's so tricky. They're so tricky. Yeah, they're so tricky. So, there you go. <laughs> um, no, that's fair. I mean, that's funny, because it was your backseat notary. Well, it was my front seat. Yeah, exactly. Like, drivers, driver what, for most of my youth. What were you gaming in, uh, in undergrad then, Christy? Oh, man. Um, well, to be honest, for a little while, I, I, I didn't. Um because I was kind of afraid of what it would be like to be perceived as a nerd girl. Because I did that whole thing where I was like, I'm going into university. I can be whoever I want to be, and I can be, I can be a new I version of myself. I can reinvent myself. myself. And I, you don't reinvent yourself. You're just yourself. But, like, 
more scared and nervous. <laughs> like trying to be someone else. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, ugh, I was such, I was such a dummy. Um, I, I am like panicked and told people I played Smash Bros, but I never played Smash You've Bros. You've told the story before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, I was just decimated. <laughs> um, save the one time I actually, I don't know what happened. It was like the second or third time I played with them and the last, I came out on top three games in a row was just like, I'm ending it here. They'll always remember me being, oh, maybe okay. <laughs> but um no when it uh when it came to games um i discovered like when i discovered uncharted it was all you could do to get me out of my room um and uh legend of dragoon was something i played every year and i have played every year like or every two years um final fantasy x remember that came out final fantasy 10 yes you should talk that, to Paul about Final Fantasy games because it's so bad. Now. I'm still. I'm. I'm pretty sure he's still playing 15 right now. Yeah. Well, you mean Bro Fantasy? Yeah. Final Bro Fantasy. Yeah. Um. No, I haven't played in a lot of the new ones. To be perfectly honest, because uh, I went back to 10 to try it uh, a couple months ago. Oh my god, it was so bad. I can't listen to Titus talk. <laughs> oh, he ruins me. I've never been able to do like turn-based stuff. That's not. It's just not oh. my thing. Yeah, I, I like any of the Final Fantasy games. I tried with Final Fantasy VII when it first like because it was such a big deal. Everybody was mm-hmm. playing it. And I think Paul had bought a copy, so I was like, I'll give it a shot. I played for like an hour. I was like, Well, this is not for me. Where's my Metal yeah. Gear? Where's Metal <laughs> Gear? It's <laughs> like I just there's just a few things that I need. I don't need much, but I need these things. Yeah, pretty much. Um. But yeah, no. Um, Shadow of the Colossus was one that I really liked, but I've never beaten. Really, you never beat um, that? No, I've never beat it. It's a fun game. I like that one. Yeah, and it's really cool. And I remember at the time everybody was telling me to play Mass Effect, but I elected instead to play God of War. Mm. Um, I love me the God of War games. Though. Oh yeah, I got like real into God of War. Yeah. Um, for a long time, I was uh, I was kind of obsessed with it. Um. <laughs> But I don't know. I like I I actually got really into books for um a long time. Like I because I, I didn't really no none of the other girls on my floor played video games and like nobody really knew how to talk to me about video games. And so like I'd go home and I'd hang out with my brother, but he was going through his Halo phase. So <laughs> like we all went through a Halo phase. Like I'm. Yeah. I apologize on behalf of like our entire gender. That game <laughs> ruined uh, like, us for like four years. It did. It really did. Yeah. Like I tried playing it. I was oh god, I was so bad. I I what, just, that's Halo? not my yeah. That's just not my forte. I like I like my adventure games. Yeah, the couple times my I RPGs. tried to play Halo too, I just fucking sucked ass at it. Oh, I was yeah. never very good at it, but it's so much fun. So. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you you try so hard to be good at it. You're like, no, I will be good at this damn game. I will be good at this damn game because everyone else seems to be good at this game. It's just practice, man. Like all those guys were playing like sixty hours a week. Like, yeah, yeah. No, you just figure true. it out. It's true. If I sat down and played um, a Halo game now, I would just get fucking decimated. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, a big one for me was um, uh, that got me back into video games because it had been so long since I'd actually played. Um, and this was, this actually led me to Uncharted. Um, I started playing Red Dead Redemption. Ooh. 
Because that game, I remember Red Dead. Um, Revolver? Revolver came out. Yeah. And, like, it was really good. It was okay. um, a weird, like, FPS thing. It was. Know. It was. It hadn't really found its footing. It was, it was fun for what it was, but, like, I'd never really gotten hardcore into it. Because um, I was just kind of like, meh. And it was my brother's game, so I wasn't that invested. But then I bought myself Red Dead Redemption, and that's... And I bought myself Heavy Rain, um, which was another one that got me back into it. Because Heavy Rain was... Um, by all standards, now you look back at it, it's like a really confusing game because it ends up they cut out a ton of stuff that made sense um, just because the game they thought was running too long, which to me is crazy. But, um, yeah, so that uh, turned me back on Uncharted. And then with Uncharted, I remember there was um, a time uh, I had a guy I was seeing. and He came over and I was playing um, God of War and he was just like, uh, Christy, do you want to like, I don't know, go out and do stuff. And I looked at him and I was like, no. <laughs> and he was like, games? well, he was like, Christy, we, we haven't actually, it's been like a week that you've been playing this game. We have, I've, I mean, I've seen you, but like, we haven't actually done anything. And I <laughs> he was wanted like, you to blow him is probably what he was asking. <laughs> probably, <for>. probably. <laughs> and I was just like, um, uh, yeah, but Kratos. Like, but I don't understand <laughs> what you're trying to get me to do right now because blow him <laughs> yeah so, i i enjoyed uh, it but I, you yeah. were you you started saying like yeah i got really into books and then you just went straight back to talking about video games but no i have my i have my, that's because <laughs> that's because like it took me a while to get back into video games once i did like i haven't been out of them since like um when i started my first full-time job for that year and then i played mass effect but like <laughs> and um, then it was all over yeah then it was done i was just, <laughs> i was in the clutches once again I was in my best shape when I wasn't playing video games. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, when it came to um, university, like, I found that I really enjoyed, I would take a book with me everywhere, and I would just, like, read outside. I'd read in hallways. I'd read everywhere that I could. But, because um, I was reading, I was reading things like, um, oh, like, The Red Tent and The Birth House and um, Angels and Demons, and I was actually opening up my repertoire from things like when i was in high school and i was reading the sisterhood of the traveling pants and the georgia nicholson books with the uh, full frontal snogging but um it sounds like the most british thing i've ever heard yeah it pretty is much. It's wonderful <laughs> um and the time traveler's wife oh the time traveler's wife oh breaks me every time i think about it i remember one time i was reading that book and it was my final summer at camp, and I was in my se- going into my second year of university. I was reading this book, and some campers came up to me, and they were just like, Christy, are you okay? And I looked up at them. I didn't even realize that I was just, like, bawling, like, just openly weeping in front of the kids. And they were like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm fine. It's just a book. You, you, you should learn how to read. <laughs> you should learn how to read. <laughs> Um, I will admit this tragically that because I was at camp, I was exposed to Twilight and I read Twilight <laughs> and went to all the movies when they came out in my undergrad. I had a, um, I guiltily read like the first hundred pages of the first book and I was just like, you liked I it. don't get it. And I put it down and never went back to it. It was, no, I bet you it was terrible. I the thing is that I, it's so rapey. 
<laughs> it's so, um, even I'm reading it and I'm like, this is creeping me out. And I'm like, I don't even, I was probably like 27 or some shit like that reading this book and being like, this is off-putting. Like, I would beat this guy to death if I met him in real life. Well, the thing was like, um, I used to read it out loud to my older girl campers who were really into it. And the writing was atrocious. Oh, but I got so really bad. into the story. Oh. And I was like, ah, God damn it. I had like <laughs> I remember like leaving camp and I was halfway through the second book with my with my group and I was just like Are you gonna read all of them now? And I went out and like bought the box set like shamefully like, <laughs> the next day. <laughs> but that and the that's Hunger Games I did with the Hunger So Games. happy that Kindle happened because you can buy those shame books and only you know about them. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So were you uh were you team Edward or Team Jacob? <laughs> Chrissy's um, like bordering on blushing right now. When we asked yeah. because so. I've had because I've had a lot of thoughts. <laughs> um, but that leads me to my next point. That leads me to my next point. So the so the rapey vibes didn't turn you off at all. Then no. All right. I'm gonna give you a look. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving him a look. I'm just curious. Um, no more visual. Guidance. I didn't really. I didn't really get. I, I I didn't really get the rapey connotations. Oh, because, it's so stalker rapey. It's creepy. Well, that's but the thing was he didn't have he didn't have sex with her. He never, there wasn't any physical contact until the third it's a part. vampire thing, man. Like as soon as they start biting each other, that is sex in vampire lore. Yeah, but he barely bites her. He bit her once to save her life. Whatever. And man. then at the very end of the or the middle of the fourth book, but we're not going to talk about that anyway. Um, <laughs> no, and it's funny because like uh that actually stemmed me into reading. Remember the one time I told you guys about how I found an Anne Rice book about Sleeping Beauty and it was all about BDSM? Yeah. Well, I kind of forgot about that book until I went to the university library. <laughs> and one day I saw it sitting on a shelf. Um, <clears throat> and I was just like, oh. What kind of library oh. is this? It was the math library. And... Um, they had a section, like, you know, for that kind of stuff. And, um, I must have missed that. They had a porno section? Yeah. It wasn't I know. It's it, close enough for, like, for an Anne Rice book. Rice, it's and, yeah. bordering It was. On... It was pretty porno-y. Yeah. But um, the thing was, though, Anne Rice was, you know, a pretty well-known author. So she was in the, she was in the library. And it, I, it put me onto this, like, Harlequin romance obsession for a solid, like, two or three months in university oh, no. but i never read anything like modern i read like all these old like 90s covers like shit harlequin romance novels. wow this is a total tangent but the weirdest job interview i ever did was for harlequin romance um they were Are looking they were like looking for typesetters and uh like designers and they're, oh, they're did, all, how did you not get that job because i i don't know i just didn't get it but like they were they're they're based out of toronto like one of the one of their publishing offices is in the city Oh, that's and so funny. I got, I I've always a, wanted to write a Harlequin novel. I had it. Oh, I didn't. wasn't for writing. It was obviously just for like design. Like it was just for like layout and stuff. But I was yeah. like, I'm, I didn't because the it doesn't they didn't advertise who it was for on the thing. They called me like it was for a design job. So I applied and I got a call. And I walk in and there's these the covers are on the walls, right? <laughs> and I'm Mark like, had to hide his boner. And I was just like, oh shit, why am I so hard right now? <laughs> So but these yeah. three-step men on the walls. these fucking hunky, long-haired men. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> Sign me up. Everyone here looked like Fabio. Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah. It's like I all my either. Anne Rice homoerotic novel <laughs> fantasies come to come, life. Come to life. I'm so excited right now. Yeah. 
All these all these guys are vampires, right? Yeah, I probably flubbed the interview based on my fucking raging boner. Is probably what happened. <laughs> He's <laughs> knocking stuff over. <laughs> fucking flip the table. <laughs> That's so awkward. Oh my god! This is why I don't want people at my work to listen. <laughs> They probably found it now. They probably yeah, yeah I, I relented and added speed. <laughs> but, um, no, okay, I'm going to take it back from your no, raging engorged. What's another word they would use in a harlequin? Your engorged know. member. Yeah, my member. <laughs> yeah, Manhood. The yeah. eggplant in your pants. But, um, no, like that's, no. that's a millennium harlequin yeah, it is novel. A thing. I should just, that's what my harlequin novel should be called the eggplant in your pants. The eggplant in your pants. <laughs> can I fucking do the cover illustration yes. for that? Yes. Thank you. Yes, you can. Copyright Dance Robot Dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, copyright Christy. <laughs> um, you just said your last name on the podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can believe it if you want. Yes, please. All right. Um, but um, anyway, uh, the, at that time, too, though, I really got into Shakespeare. Like, I read so many of his plays um, in those first, like, two or three years of um, undergrad. And uh, I read my first full graphic novel, which uh, was uh, Persepolis, mm. which I had read is, a part is of. Is really one? Yeah, yeah. It's based on, um, oh, what is her name? I don't want to say it wrong. I think I've seen the movie that it uh, that they made of it, but I. Yeah, apparently it was really good, comic. too. Um, no, it's by. Um, uh, Mary Jane, Mary Jane Satrapi, Satrapi, Marjan Satrapi. Sure, like idea. That. we'll go with that. Yeah, but she's this. It's all about her, um, how she rebelled during the Iranian Revolution as a teen, and then how she had to be smuggled out of Iran, um, pretty much to, um, escape the atrocities that were going on in the in the country, and it's a really Beautifully sad and wonderful story. I yawn talking about it. Yeah. Um, I know, guys. Don't downstairs. But, um, <laughs> no, and it was just like, I don't know. I just, reading was my big thing when I was uh, in university. Um, and like, Lord of the Rings was the movies had already, like, I think the, it was Return of the King and Two uh, Twin Towers came out when I was in university. Two, two Towers. Twin two Towers twin was nine eleven. <laughs> I'm very Stif- different story although fun fun story alicia did do a paper comparing the p- pre and post uh 9-11 recept like uh public reception of those books and like That's yeah and she uh, she, she pulled post that? she posted that on facebook at one point I feel she like posted I read... some stuff about it and like I, I read how... something about it yeah, and how like like she pulled all of the Amazon reviews because there well there's there's like a school that has a database of yeah. all of the Amazon reviews and she pulled it mm. and like did like a like word analysis on it and like found that oh, okay. like there was the reception of it was considerably skewed after the uh, after nine eleven. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm completely wrong. It came out four years before I went to university. Yeah, Return <laughs> of the King came out in two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, but um. I was still like at that point. I was still really obsessed with Elijah Wood and all that stuff. But um, in his dreamy yeah, blue think... eyes, oh, <laughs> he's so beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Um, the other thing that I I watch every year is um, the Anne of Green Gables um, <laughs> movies. Nice. 
because of Gilbert Blythe. I think he and Tuxedo Mask were my sexual awakening. <laughs> I think you're probably alone in that. Are you getting teary nope, again? I am not. No. Much <laughs> better Jonathan Crombie. Jonathan Crombie died, and it made me real sad. I don't know who that is. He's Gilbert. I didn't ever watch Anna Great no. Gables. Ugh. Is that a book? That's yeah, a book, and, book. Then, and then they made TV shows out of it. But anyway, I think, yeah, a lot of um, my university stuff was just reading. I read a lot. Did you not do any theater in university? Well, yeah, but I don't really know if this is the podcast to talk about my theater addictions. Yeah, nerdy. Theater nerdery is nerdery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did Hamlet, which was pretty rad. Um, Or Hamlet's Dorm. We cut up Hamlet, and then there were six Hamlets. That was interesting. Okay. Um. And I did, I was Mariah in Twelfth Night, and like, I always did a Shakespeare show almost every year, and um, I was in, during my undergrad, I was in 25 productions. Wow. Shit. Yeah. It was a little nuts. I don't know how it passed anything. <laughs> but yeah, and it's also when I started to get into um, film, filming and media, because I, I switched my major during my second to third year to multimedia, so like, I actually started nerd up in things like um, Illustrator and InDesign and all the Adobe Suite and photography. So it's when, you know, that's pretty much it. That's my undergrad. Just I was all over the map nerdy. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, and I think that's sort of like, that's like what people do when they're an undergrad, right? Like they sort of try out a whole bunch of different things and see what mm-hmm. sort of their thing is. And then you sort of stick to a couple from there kind of thing. So it's, it's experimental time, right? Yeah, it's where I, I saw, like, you guys were talking about, like, Chrissy was talking about her performance, like, stuff. Like, that's also where, like, I started to play music yeah. music a lot more. Because, like, while well, you could get into bars without having to, like, have <laughs> special permission to play and, like, that kind of stuff. It was just like, oh. Yeah. And I was one of the, like, St. Catharines didn't have a ton of drummers floating around. So, like, even without a kit for, at, at that point, I would still be able to, like, oh, you play the house kit, right? Like, yeah, okay, like, fine, come play, like, that kind of stuff. So I'd be getting dragged in to play with like four different bands like we play two shows a week and stuff like that and yeah whatever like it was it was yeah that was a lot of that period of time too like between being in niagara and then like post niagara and stuff like that especially when i was at brock it was really bad when i was at school mm. like there so all right yeah uh, i feel like it's something that's really like you really do find the one like one or two things that you genuinely can't live without yeah yeah, exactly. And everything else is just like, well, you know, I'll do that if I have time, but these yeah. are the things I really want to spend my yeah. time on kind of yeah. thing. I'll educate myself if I have time. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. I know it sounds like Mark and I both have some like sort of weird after our first degree times. Uh, Christy, do you have that sort of time as well? Or are you probably in it right now? Or are you in it? I'm is in it your... right now. Okay. That's my... <laughs> reality well uh then mark let's hear your sort of uh post undergrad period well, uh well post undergrad was more like going back to school and getting a real undergrad kind of thing <laughs> like was um i was at niagara for two years and then i was off for like a year or two and then i started at brock and that's where like oh man like that's when the drawing really took hold like that's when i was like i've kind of like had made the decision like i wanted to really try and do comics kind of thing so that's mm-hmm. where it was like I'm going to go back to school because I know 
I can like spend more time with life drawing and like, I'm going to have instruction and that kind of stuff. So I was really hard into the drawing at that point. Um, this is a lot of like the professional nerdy side of me coming out too at this point. Cause I started at just to meet people at Brock because I was a mature student. So it's a little trickier mm-hmm. to be like, you're surrounded by 19 year olds, which works to your advantage eventually. But at first you're just the old guy in class kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I, I, took a job as the layout editor at the school newspaper, which because I already had my degree in design, I was like light years better than anybody they'd had in there for <laughs> like the last 10 years kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like I got hired to do that and then immediately got hired by the advertising department and then like started working for the comms department. So like my undergrad that should have taken me like three years, maybe four ended up being five kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because I, I kept taking jobs on campus and having so much fun doing those jobs that I was like, whatever. But it was also where I realized that, like, if the comic book thing does not pan out, which at that point I hadn't quite accepted yet, but, like, if it doesn't pan out, like, I could totally be a graphic designer and be really good at it and enjoy doing it for, like, in perpetuity. Because that's all I did while I was at Brock was just, like, design shit, like, the newspaper, the advertising, mm-hmm. like, all the stuff that went out from the, the school. Every poster that was on campus was you had a 90% chance that it had passed through my desk before it had gone out anywhere. So like, there's also, I started doing weird freelance stuff at this point. It's like some of the adult clubs in the Niagara region <laughs> got some, had some work done because of me and like that kind of stuff. I don't even remember <laughs> how the that adult clubs. Eh? Yeah. There's some gentlemen clubs in St. Catharines that I did some work for back then. Um, That's which funny is always, it's always fun. Cause it's the kind of stuff that like, some of it was pretty good. Um, because you always, like, they get decent photographers to take pictures of the girls or the club or whatever, so, like, the work looked good. You can't show it to anybody. Like, you can't put yeah, that in a portfolio. You can't put that in a portfolio. Well, right? I guess it depends where you're applying well, to, Well, it right? depends on where you're applying, but, like, if I'm yeah. applying, like, my current position, which is yeah. a financial institution <laughs> that I will not name, they're not going to fucking think that, like, my strip club ads are, like, super great, right? So, like, that's kind of, <laughs> that's a little dodgy. And that all, but all that stemmed from the university, because they saw that, like, I was doing all the ads for the bar on campus. So like, and then I started doing ads for all the bars off campus for the newspaper. And then like, so they were like, Oh, we want you to do ads for like, we do the standard ad, like the, the newspaper in St. Catharines ad that they would run. And then it was like, who's doing those. And the slowly word got out that it was this guy at Brock doing them. And next thing you know, I've got like the sundowner calling me being like, Hey, do you want to start doing some stuff for us? And I was like, okay, I guess. Can you come in and like help a shoot? Yeah. Okay. Wait with girls. <laughs> okay so it's like it's a little shady but it was kind of fun so you know whatever but yeah that's where i like hardcore got into like design and stuff like you just hear like screeching tires as mark's yeah. like oh are you, are you still there <laughs> i'm on my way <laughs> <laughs> like simpson sound effects <laughs> out. like yeah exactly yeah already gone it was fucking, so funny. yeah it was crazy um, oh my god! Yeah, I can just picture you doing that too. Like it's an old phone that still had a cord. And yeah, just hanging. hanging there and swinging. Yeah, just yeah. hanging. You wait. You want me to come look at naked girls for work? Yeah, for work. Uh, Bye. Oh, no. I gotta get paid. Yes. You know what it is? Is he do the Red Flintstone line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or he do like the uh, the Road Runner where like he runs away and there's just a cloud shaped like a, him there's still a, there. There's a yep. a mark shaped cloud there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that probably not. There. Probably not inaccurate at that point. So <laughs> nice. Now that seems like it would be very accurate. Yeah, very accurate. I dated one of those girls for a little while, actually. That was a fun time. That's fun. a story we're going to have to hear sometime. Oh, no, that was 
that's that's pretty much the long and short of it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's got to be more to it than that. I know. Uh, there was some cocaine involved. Let's. <gasps> And that she really liked this stuff a lot. <laughs> Nose candy. Yeah, she was very fond of Nose the Nose candy. And she thought I didn't know, but... You're like, <laughs> babe, you always come out of the bathroom after yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Just your face is just covered in bicing sugar. Yeah, and your yeah. nose is bleeding. Yeah, you're bleeding from the well. The the, no, the random nosebleed at dinner one night kind of gave it away. So that was, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yep. Um, I'll tell you guys that story off air sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want my mom to hear that story. <laughs> well, she's already heard that much. She's heard that part. Yeah. You're welcome, Karen. All right. Anything else in your in those post undergrad years, or was it a uh, lot a lot of drawing and graphic design? There's a lot of like drawing design. Uh, it was like I was at Brock, right? So like I was playing in a band. Like, oh god, at that point, if I wasn't on a date one night, I was probably out playing somewhere. Like at one of the 14 fucking bars in St. Catharines, they always had live music going on, so I was playing somewhere with somebody at that point. Um, yeah, I was still doing all the other stuff. Like, this is where the comic book movies started to, like, kind of hit a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I think end of my Brock time would have been, like, 2009, so Iron Man had hit, like, The Dark Knight had come out, like, that kind of stuff. Like, the modern kind of era of comic book movie was going yeah. on, which means I was just, like, right back into at least, like, thinking as a Marvel zombie, because, like... There, there it is. Like this is kind of leading into modern time at this point. So yeah, okay. That's All fair. right. Uh, well, for me, so this was for me. This was a couple years, like basically two thousand four to, geez, almost two thousand eight or something like that. Because uh, exactly the time I was at Brock. So. Yeah. Okay. So, so for me, uh, I after my fourth year of well, during my fourth year of undergrad. Uh, I got really burnt out on it, and uh, me and my sister had figured out, hey, did you know we can go fucking work at Disney World? Wouldn't that be fun to just take a year off from college and go fucking work at Disney World? So we applied, and uh, and we both got accepted at the same time, so that was really a year of... This was 2004. It was December 2004 to December 2005. I worked and lived at Disney World as a professional Canadian at uh, the Canada Pavilion and Epcot Center. That's um, so, so cool. obvious, Obviously, there was a lot of, like disney like theme park nerdery happening during that year like um you know i was in the parks not you know not just for work every like five days a week but um usually on my days off i would go to the parks and stuff like that too not just like the disney parks but i spent a lot of like i had an annual pass at universal and that sort of thing too and um and uh we even my sister and i took a trip from Disney World, we took a trip to California to go to Disneyland for a weekend because we were like, hey, we get in free there. Why not just fucking take some time off and go out there? So we took like four days and went out there, and that was the first time that I'd ever been to Disneyland. Yeah, I've still never been there. Yeah. Um, and then this was also the period, sort of when I got back from Disney, I moved back in with my parents, and I, uh, um, I had didn't go back to I went back to school sort of just like part time just because I just had a couple courses to finish up um, to finish my uh, bachelor's and uh, while I was doing that um, I was living at home so I didn't have much in terms of I, I didn't need to be like at school but like two or three days a week or something like that so I was just living at home and I because of that I had a fair amount of disposable income and uh, so this is when my comic collecting really kicked into high gear and I was like yeah I'm just gonna fucking collect all of DC now. <laughs> 
So I started getting like every new DC book, uh, and started like collecting, like, uh, you're going on eBay and buying like entire runs of, uh, like back issues. So I was buying, you know, like 150, 200, 300 comics at a time, like oh, an wow. entire series kind of thing all in one shot. Cause I was getting great deals on them because this is before, for starters, DC movies weren't really in high gear at this point. Like Batman was a little popular because of Dark Knight movies. Yeah. But uh, the, you know, like the other DC characters weren't super popular. So I could get most of these series for like less than a dollar, like well less than a dollar a book. Yeah. Which is pretty damn good. Um, and so that's why to this day I still have so many comics that I've never read. Because I just like was buying way more than I could uh, could read. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, on top of all the DC books, I also started reading I, I read and collected a couple like sort of peripheral books for a while like i, I was because i was into transformers when i was a kid i was like hey there's some new like kind of cool transformers books like that's when the image the image and id uh dw dreamwave uh yeah dreamwave and idw uh uh transformer comics were coming out and so i collected terrible those for a while terrible comics awesome art exactly that the the uh, the art was amazing but i never wanted to go back and read them because the stories were just boring Fucking as hell terrible yeah yeah um I also, while I was away at Disney World, because I was out of the country, I, I wanted like a way to sort of keep up on Canadian music. So this is when I started listening to the uh, CBC Radio 3 podcasts a lot. Oh. So I got really heavily into Canadian indie music in particular. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was um, that was like Broken Social Scene time, right? Like, yeah, Broken Social Scene, Arcade Fire, like that was all around the time yeah. that, that those bands were starting to get really popular, yeah. like sort of that advent of Canadian indie. Yeah. Um, like the early 2000s were like just Indian overall um, yeah. was sort of becoming more popular. And then like towards the end, like the middle of the 2000s was when Canadian Indian in particular was really starting to break through a lot. Yeah, because it was like Metric and stuff too, right? Metric yeah. and Feist and like all those broken social scene kind of adjacent bands hit really big at that point. Yeah, and new new pornographers and yeah. Also Constantine's were around there. So Yeah, yeah. And Weaker Thans were still putting out albums around that time as well. Yeah. And- Man, I miss the weaker thens. Yeah, me too. Um, and then a couple TV shows that I got really into at this point uh, were like Battlestar Galactica because that's right around when it hit the the 2005 version. And I still the, remember Eric like giving me the first like season of it and like I fucking blowing my mind. So yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also the the revi- the Doctor Who revival, the Chris yeah. Eccleston, and then uh, into David Tennant. Uh, I got really, I got really into that during those that time as well. Yep, same here. So, all right, well, Christy. So I guess we're into sort of the modern era for you, since you're you're not that. Uh, it wasn't that I'm long ago that you graduated. Three, three years out of school, three and a half. Okay, years. then uh, then give us your sort of today, th- three years ago through today. Well, as you guys know. Uh, I discovered this little ditty um, uh, called Mass Effect. Um, and that's you it. Guys know that's the you end. Guys... Yeah, that's it. That's... <laughs> and you're, there's there's 45 other episodes of this podcast where we discuss that in length on almost every episode. Oh, do we? Do we? Yeah, oh, yeah, do absolutely. We, have we really? Have we discussed it that much? It's also it's it's kind of like me liking Pearl Jam or uh, Tim likes DC Comics. DC, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't even think about that. You're right. I have talked about it a little bit. Have. <laughs> Just, just now twice. and again. Yeah, and it's it's also nice to know that you don't you don't share the podcast, but you also don't listen back to the podcast either. Um, I listened to most of this week's yeah. episode, last week's episode. Oh, okay. 
I haven't even listened to last week's episode yet. But yeah, it's, oh, it's not like we've... Oh, uh, my cool sting, then. I'll listen to it tomorrow, because I'm out on, out on calls tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and it's not like we've talked about uh, Mass Effect enough to the point where we've uh, described characters' genitalia. No. Nope. I mean, we, there are so many more places to explore. <laughs> Physically. Versus pants. There may actually be an episode <laughs> named after Garrus's five barbed penises or whatever. I think I, I think may have named it is. that. I think there is. Yeah, I was proud of that one actually. <laughs> so yeah, there's Mass Effect. Right. Um, other games. Um, but uh, no, I Dragon Age is like picked is it is. Uh, I'm really glad that I picked it up because it's. I'm I'm not done it yet, but mostly because I'm on the last mission. And I'm just kind of sad about it. You know, when like you're in that position when you're like, okay, when I when I finish this, like, what do I do with my life? <laughs> like. I've put so much time and so much effort into this damn game now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's um, the big ones for me, uh, video games-wise, like, well, King Killer Chronicles is what I got into books-wise. Uh, I don't know if I talked about that with you guys. Uh, uh, no, it's never come no? up before. No. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, King Killer Chronicles. That might be, that might be like my, me talking about, like, Matthew Good or something like that. <laughs> Who? You've never talked about I've never talked about him before no. either, no. no. Um, but, uh, there was that, and, um, I, I really hardcore got into Neil Gaiman. Um, mm. the only thing I haven't really read about by him, I, I'm, I'm getting through American Gods now, like, the audiobook, I'm, I'm listening to it on the way to work. Um, like, the, the full cast 10th anniversary edition, so it's awesome. Um, and I've listened to all of his audiobooks, um, save the Anansi Boys, which I haven't heard yet, because I heard that I should... It's not necessary, but listening to American Gods is a good first step. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just, I adore him so much. Uh, I listened to, once I graduated, because I was listening to so many audiobooks on the bus, because I had this hour and a half bus ride every day um, to and from um, where I worked, I was, list- I just was like fiending stuff. And Neil Gaiman was one of those things. Like Neverwhere, holy shit! The audio book, like the audio drama of that with Benedict Cumberbatch and like James McAvoy and Natalie Dormer, unbelievable, unbelievable. I've only ever watched the TV show. <sighs> and there was, was there a TV show of that? Uh, I think so. Oh, okay. Um, so. Yeah, no, Neil Gaiman. Uh, we gotta do, you got to. You're watching uh, American Gods, right, Tim? Yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm caught up on it. This will be when that season is done. We have to do an episode about it because it'll be fun to do an episode or like have us talk about it. Whereas Christy and I have read the book, yeah, mm-hmm. and you have not. So like to see what your thoughts on it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, ha- I have thoughts on it, <laughs> and my I thoughts know. are sort of evolving as I go through. So uh, yeah, I think that'll be a good episode for us. Oh, to do once I've been the enjoying. Done. I've been enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. So yeah. I me too. I just I just love him. Like there's just something about Neil Gaiman. He's He's just brilliant. He's yeah, a, he's pretty. He's a pretty bright guy. And the um, way he like writes, I just the way he the the stories and the environments he creates, like it's a writer's dream. Like you 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 dream about creating the things that he does. Mm-hmm. He's just outstandingly brilliant. He's got a good like a hypnotic writing style. I don't know how, <sighs> how else to describe it. Where like you just kind of fall into like the pattern or like the rhythm of like what he's telling. 
Um, yeah. Like when I was rereading American Gods, I was amazed by like I've read it before, and I was still amazed by how quickly I just kind of like fell into the story of it, and like that the slow piecing together of what's going on that like Shadow does that you get to do along with them and that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I'm like so I just really want to like super fucking jerk off Ian McShane when we talk about that show though because I love him so much. <laughs> like so he is brilliant. Good. He's so good. I I mean I've never jerked off to him. I didn't but... say I jerked <laughs> off to him. I said I want to jerk him off. It's only figuratively and literally. Maybe literally, po- definitely figuratively. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll we'll um, have an episode on that where we can awesome. where we can do that. But yep. uh, yeah. Um. But other stuff that I've gotten into uh, post graphic novels and comics um, is something that I never read except for Persepolis. Um. So like I read, I went on a binge for a while, especially when I got a tablet. I read almost all of Fables within like two months. Um, so uneven. I know it is, but it was still like a really yeah, it's fun, awesome, it's like, fun. It's an series. awesome concept. It's just it's so uneven. Yeah. Um, so I read a lot of um, uh, Why the Last Man, uh, Sweet uh, Tooth. Good series. I need to finish Why the Last Man. I, I'm quite a few in, but I never finished it. Um, it's only like sixty six issues. It's like, I know, but the I thing was, like, when I stopped commuting, mm. I stopped reading comics. I don't know. Um, and. Uh, I was really into, um, I already talked about Sweet Tooth um, and Jeff Lemire. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, Blankets. Great. And I, I've started, you know, I, I haven't read all of the Scott Pilgrims, but I'm trying to get into that. And I, I read uh, some of his other stuff that I've really enjoyed. Um, and yeah, I He's don't know. He's got like, a new book, doesn't he? I think so. Snot Girl? Is that his? I think that's his. Yes. I haven't read that yet. But oh, and uh, Kate Beaton, I'm really into. Um, I think there just comes a point when, like, um, you find your niche, and mine is, like, I I love um, either really light-hearted, um, goofy, satirical pieces, or real dark, like, like terrifying Myth- shit. Mythological kind of shit. Yeah. That's good, though, because you have balance, like, yep. which is something I lack, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pretty much, I, I will try anything. Um, and that's something that I'm really... Can we, can we tell Mark that? (laughs) Guys, is this the third episode we're going to bring up butt stuff? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um... It's our new elf, so I... Yeah. (laughs) Oh, a little... Oh, that was what I was going to tell you. That's what I was going to tell you in my Geek of the Week. Thank you for reminding me. Um, Oh, don't don't throw up. No, I won't. I've been working really hard. I've been working really hard on it. I can now say, I can say Totoro. Almost. <laughs> and um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm working on Hulkor. <laughs> I'm working on it. I could taste, I could taste that bile from here. I was going to say, I could, th- that, there's, there's a smell at this point. Coming yeah. from my water <laughs> I, I try to vision. think about him once a day. It's stressful. It's stressful. It's worse when it happens on the road, and I don't expect it, and I swerve. It just pops um, into your head. See, but, you're 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 part of the reason why my drives are sucking right now because you're swerving randomly on the street. <laughs> it's people like you that are trying to kill me. I'm so they're sorry. trying to do emergent therapy while they're driving. Yeah, I'm sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the geek. The thing that happened was um, Mark had just finished his time at uh, his time. He just finished his time 
at um Anime North. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, pretty much. Anime North is jail for him. Um doesn't like he, the anime kids? No, it's not that. It's just that conventions are really hard to like cons- like just, he's done so many of them yeah. that they all just blend. Yeah, yeah. it's a grind. Um, Regardless of what especially, like especially when you're doing working. Them, yeah. yeah. Um try uh try trying to get your portfolio reviewed by pros and getting your heart crushed every 15 minutes like that's that's a rough gig too. So, oh, it was yeah. Fun. It's awful. Yeah. Um but what happened was he had brought he asked me to come to get him on Sunday night. So I would drive him back to Mississauga so we could get his car because he had to drive the truck back. Yeah. And um, someone uh, there, one of the guys one that had been helping him, the younger guy, uh, was like, oh, Christy, I bought something that I know you'll like. And I looked at him and he pulled out this goddamn Totoro doll. <laughs> and without even thinking about it, I screamed and kicked it. <laughs> Just like right out of his hands. I lost a shoe because I'd done it so hard. Oh my god, Christy. My shoe just went flying and I was like, Wah! We haven't really talked about this stuff for like, no. it's been like a couple we, months. We laid back I know. on it. I know, I appreciated it. You brought it up, so. I know, because yeah. I'm working on it. Does that mean we Actively. can start using it again to see if you actually are working on it or not? Like, I can make a new fucking, like, elf head or whatever to put on the... <laughs> Please don't stick. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, that made me, like, quit for two episodes. Yeah. That's true, you did. I, I pieced out because I didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be part of this podcast anymore. Because <laughs> you're mean. <laughs> you're mean. You're big bully heads. You guys were being bullies, though. That was mean. That's true. You just wanted yeah. me to puke on the podcast. <laughs> Well, we didn't for watch you. We didn't have for we didn't have you. much to lean into on those first few episodes. Yeah. That was that was an easy easy way to go. Yeah. Oh man, we leaned We're going hard. For the cheap laughs. Yeah, I remember cheap, at one time laughs. we finished an episode and I looked at my mark and I was just like, I hate these guys. Why am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? I'm <laughs> sick all the time because there was like a while where I was having bad stomach pains constantly because I was like puke taking so much. <laughs> it, was no it was no good, but in the end, it did help my health. I am working on it. Look where we are now, guys. It's I been almost a year. Indeed. Ooh, I just thought about how I can't, I still can't touch on fucking pottery. <laughs> it's disgusting. I, I but yeah, it's been almost a line, year. Yeah. Look how far we've come and how many people we've lost along the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two. Uh, it's, well, we haven't had a lot of guests recently. <laughs> What well, we, we had Paul on a while ago. We had Paul on. A few Paul. episodes. We added a guest. We, we keep telling you, you can have Mark on whenever you want. I know. Yeah, He's we just, just got to come up with a topic where Mark will want to jump in. But speaking of that, I, I don't know. Like, what, just, I have to go hang out with him. So, um, I'm trying to think of what else. I got, like, more into, um, in my final few years, I've really, I've really delved back. Your final into few years? Like, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, like, since university i've i've dived back into video games really hard like hard i've just been making my way downtown walking past <laughs> i'm sure it doesn't have anything to do right? with uh with your boyfriend yeah but <laughs> yeah no meeting him was the turning point it's the I was gateway like, oh, drug let's say oh no you know how like your ex did cocaine mm. <laughs> yeah thanks for bringing that up again my my current does video games, which made me gain like forty pounds. <laughs> What's worse? 
Yeah, exactly. You need to start doing coke to get that right. weight off. Yeah, that'll make you yeah. lose weight. Please don't fire me. Nana, so I've don't heard. <laughs> Nana, don't listen. You're not That's saying like, you're going Nana, to do cocaine. Nana, don't fire me. We're trying to entice you to do cocaine. That's better somehow. Not gonna. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna do it the natural way with hard work and a lot of being angry. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no. So I don't know. I guess yeah, it's what you were saying earlier. I've geeked out in that um, starting my own improv troupe and getting into comedy has been really uh, the only other way I've been spending a lot of my time. That and musicals, but my musicals and theater have gone like Mm -hmm. compared to what I used to do. Um. Me I too. Don't, I don't do yeah. theater anymore, really. I don't. I don't play in a band anymore. So there's that. <laughs> We're grown ups. <laughs> Life isn't fun anymore. <laughs> but uh, I, do I yeah, instead. Yeah. I think like you just your scope gets more direct. Like you only have so much time. Yeah. Yeah. To spend on the shit you want to spend on, because like I've just been. This is the first time I've picked up my uke in like four months, just because I haven't had the time. And before we were recording i was like i haven't played this in forever but there's just no time you have to pick what you like and stick with it yeah exactly well in that vein mark do you want to uh go into your i guess i don't know if are we in your modern period or yeah i guess it would be modern times at this point there's not a lot like we talk about it every week now like yeah (laughs) Um, it's almost like the end of the episode (laughs) it's pretty much the end of the episode we're getting there yeah, because like at this point, like what do what do we do? Like I like every week I we do a podcast. I spend a ton of time on it. <laughs> I still I still game kind of every once in a while. Like when something big comes out that I really want to play, like I I dive into that. Like I spend two hundred hours on fucking Breath of the Wild and that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I draw a lot less than I used to. I'm trying to think what else I do. It's nerdy. Yeah, a big like Netflix. Netflix was a big thing though, like the whole being able to binge TV shows. Like I was always kind of able to do that because of torrents and stuff like that. But now it's just like I can just sit down and watch whatever I want, kind of thing. So that's become yeah. a big way for like me to consume stuff, like nerdy stuff. Uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing like in the in like the modern era is doing the podcast, like just like getting into podcasts first of all, like listening to them, and then like us starting to do this show, um, which has kind of become like a big portion of like my mm-hmm. week a lot of the time you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all right i'm trying to think what else i mean look at that because like i kind of like i have part-time comics now like i'm marvel unlimited guy like i just read stuff as i kind of am interested in it same with the books like i don't like i'm not constantly reading like i used to be well i think uh, it's, it's kind of funny because like that's what makes us i think that's what makes us fun is that you're the music comic nerd yeah tim's the like We've all got second. a little bit of overlap. Yeah. Yeah. But Tim is, I'd say, more like um movies and comics. Um and you know, he knows music on a different kind of pain that more intersects with mine. Yeah. We all game, but like my gaming is probably the most um vast. Bruh, yeah, you're yeah. the hardest core of the three of us for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean in terms of like hardcore gamer, like you'd be the one who's like you play Mass Effect, you play Dragon Age, you play those, like, big, hard RPGs. Witcher! Oh, how did Witcher, I not mention yeah. Witcher? Yeah, Witcher. <laughs> Went out! Ooh, let's get off so I can play Went. Okay. 
All right. Well, for me, I I did have kind of one other era, but I'll burn through it really quickly. And that was my grad school years, which is basically 2009 mm. until 2015. I still collected DC through that whole period, and it was mostly just the new books. Uh, and uh, that was also the point where I became like official Disney nerd. I joined the D23 club, which is like uh, they, there's like quarterly magazines and stuff like that. Um Obviously, I was in grad school for biochemistry, so that was a lot of nerdery. Um, my like re- actual research was a lot of fucking geekery with uh, those doing like biochemistry and origins of life research. Um, so I got exposed to a lot of cool stuff that other people were doing too, because I was doing like NASA funded research. So I was interacting with all these other like NASA That's scientists cool. and shit like that. Yeah. Um, grad school was also when I got into Legend of Zelda pretty hard. I'd played a little bit of it before grad school, but um. That was really like when I started playing a lot of the older games and stuff like that. Um, I was still watching. I kind of got reinvested into horror during grad school, uh, in in particular like horror TV shows and like indie horror and like the sort of torture porn movies like Saw and stuff like that that I've talked about on the podcast before. And uh, I also during grad school is when I started playing Lord of the Rings online, and I definitely sunk a lot of hours into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing that with Alicia during grad school, that was kind of the way that we would unwind on the weekends. Um, so, but I haven't done that as much, mostly since we like moved. Well, more, yeah, more or less like since I sort of finished up my grad school, I, I sort of dropped off on playing that. Um, but for me, yeah, the current stuff is the stuff that we talk about on, or I talk about anyways on a regular basis. I'm still a big ass fucking DC Comics nerd. I go see all the movies and uh, I go see all the Mar- Marvel movies and TV shows and stuff like that too. Um, but yeah, we're definitely living in a golden age of comic book TV shows and movies right now. God, and fucking, the volume is like absurd yeah. at this point. It's awesome. So I'm watching everything from the big two. I'm watching everything from DC and Marvel. But there's a, a few of like the lesser like, and I do watch some of the non DC and Marvel TV and movies. But well, you watch uh, Walking Dead, right? I watch so. Walking Dead. I watch Preacher, uh, American Gods. I the only one I can think right now that I'm not watching that is comic book related is Lucifer. You watch I Zombie. I do watch iZombie. Okay. That's a well, fun show. Yeah, which is which is like loosely DC, right? Because yeah. it's it's a Vertigo property. It's a Vertigo property. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it is I'm a like, good show. They keep putting the new the new episodes on Netflix. I'm like, shit, I gotta like sit down and watch the rest of that. Like, I want to catch up. I like the show. I just it's not something that I needed to watch week to week. So I just kind of forget yeah. about mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah. And I will catch up on Agents of Shield someday. Yeah. Someday. Um, I'm still a big Disney parks nerd. I'm still a D23 member and I try and get to the parks whenever I can. Like when I'm working during the day, if I want to put on something, just some music or something just in the background, I'll put on like Disney parks, like loops, like the music yeah, they play in the parks us, and the resorts. You've told us like that before actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for, for years, like I have a huge like MP3 collection of like music from the parks and stuff like that, that I got like back in my Napster days kind of thing too. And for years and years, like when I was single, I would uh, like listen to it uh, while I was sleeping and stuff as well. I would just put it on quietly, kind of things. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know sort of my happy place. It's uh, it's it just helps me to de stress and decompress and that kind I of used, thing. I used to throw my family off because I was able to fall asleep to like the stuff I listen to like that <laughs> um, all the time. Like when my mom came in one time and I was like sleeping, to, like I was asleep and Tool was blaring in my room. She was like, "How the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Speaking of music, I after. Grad school was kind of like a desert for music for me. It was the one thing that I sort of lost touch with in a lot of ways. Um, there's some like stuff, you know, some of like my big bands and stuff 
uh, I was still keeping up with, but uh, I lost touch with a lot of music. So since grad school, I've tried to sort of sort of get back into that and sort of expose myself to more new music, and that's been really nice. I'm still a big fucking Star Wars nerd. I'm still play- trying to play the all the Legend of Zelda games, and I'm still very much into horror movies and TV shows, and particularly like zombie movies and that sort of thing. So I I'm with I really love watching let's plays of um, horror games. I can't play them myself, but I really enjoy watching other people's reactions because I feel like I have no consequences by just watching. Yeah, you're not as invested when it's not you actually playing and controlling the character that could mm-hmm. be soon meeting its death or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't played many horror games. I, I played the Left 4 Dead games, uh, and they were really fun. not really kind of horror-y. I mean, it's horror trappings, but it's not like... A survival horror. I guess, yeah, when the witches came out, it got a little freaky. But Yeah, full of those fucking witches. Yeah. Like they, they get your fucking heart pumping, right? Yeah, for sure. Those are fun games. I like the Left 4 Dead games, though. Yeah, they're fun to play like online yeah. with uh, friends and stuff like that. Yeah. We should play some. But I'm, I'm talking totally. like... Um, like I'm not, Alan Wake wasn't really a horror game or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking like Until Dawn, that's one horror game I would play. But I wouldn't okay. play something like Resident Evil or Silent Hill. I still want to get like do like a like a Christy reacts like video or some or a podcast where like one of us sits down and plays Silent Five Hill. Five Nights at Freddy's or something. Yeah. Has <laughs> <laughs> like force Christy to sit there while we play it and record her reactions to it. I think it'll be. No. There you I'll go. Poop. Oh, gross. Poop. Okay, so we're doing it at your house then. Oh yeah. On no. that note. <laughs> I mean, we could do it at my house because I don't have to go anywhere, and if I have to vomit from being drunk. <laughs> That's fair. But no! It's a cheap Uber ride. Uber You're going to spew, from spew in your head. So. I don't want to do that, please. <laughs> so I think that it sort of uh, wraps everybody up, unless anybody has anything to add. Nah. Nope. No. I want to hear other people. Yeah, yeah. You guys tell us, uh, you know, did we miss out on anything that was a really big part of your nerddom? I mean, uh, Spears, if you're listening to this, we didn't talk about Magic the Gathering, and I feel like that's a big part of your nerddom. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a lot yeah, of people. Sure that's I think that's I think yeah. that's one of our like the big blank spots on our podcast is none of us really do like that like tabletop gaming do. in general. Yeah, I think is none a of big us. Gap I played for Warhammer us. for a while. Yeah, I played. I've done a couple rounds of D anD D, but I've never like like been into it. So I, I collected Hero Clicks for a while and played it a little bit. I collected them just because I wanted the fucking figures. I they were they're know. good good fun little figures. Yeah. I still got like two or three of the sets of them. I dated a guy who was super into Warhammer 40k, and like I knew a couple people like that. Yeah, he was really good at it too, and I, he always let me his characters, and it was really fun. But that's something. I mean, I know there's a million podcasts that do that, but it would be fun to do like a dance robot dance, like the uh, tabletop dungeons, kind of thing. Well, Dungeons and Dragons night or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we we'd need. Uh, oh, I think uh, if we could get Stu to come back, I think he uh, DMs. Does he DM? Yeah, I knew I know a couple DMs, but I haven't really spoken to them in a while, so. No. All right, well, that gives us another idea for future episode, but th- I think that'll be it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, if you would like to join in the conversation, let us know about your nerdy evolution. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast. You can email us at dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes and Shout Engine and Stitcher and Google Play Store and all the places that podcasts can be found and you can talk to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. And 
with that, I think we shall sign off. Say goodnight, Mark. Have a good night, guys. Say goodnight, Christy. Good night. I'm Tim. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time.